the Fort McMurray Filmmakers Association wants to pay you to screen your independent films. Even better, we want to pay you to screen them alongside some of the best films coming out of the Toronto International Film Festival. That's right, the YMM FMA and the Keanu Theatre and Arts Centre have partnered up to bring you an awesome new program called the YMM Short Series. Once a month, when the TIFF film plays at the Keanu Recital Theatre, we're going to have a locally made short film screened before it. Uh, we want to make it a presentation. Uh, we want to have the filmmakers come on out, uh, have their films screened before uh, the TIFF film, and then we want them to come on stage, present their film, do a Q&A, show it in front of a, an audience, and we want to pay you for doing that. Check out all the rules, check out all the details, check out the fine print at ymmfma.com. The YMM short series, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be kicking off this month, January 23rd, 2014. Uh, show starts at 7 p.m. at the Keanu Recital Theater. The TIFF film that night is going to be Much Ado About Nothing from the legend himself, Josh Whedon. It's going to be incredible. Uh, I can't wait to, 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 to see this Josh Whedon film because it is one that he did like during a weekend. Uh, just with his friends as black and white uh, won all kinds of awards so cool that's going to be the TIFF film we want to screen local films before that so definitely check it out YMM short series uh, we're accepting submissions right now submit your film if you're selected we're going to pay you all the process all the details are up ymmfma.com and get your tickets for the event on January 23rd Come check out a local film. Come check out uh, Josh Whedon's Much Ado About Nothing, all hosted by the Filmmakers Association. Tickets are on sale right now at the Keanu box office, uh, keanu.ca slash theater. Go over there, check it out. But get your films in. We want to screen them. We want to pay you. It's going to be great. Let's see how much filmmaking talent this city has. Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Fort Mac. Podcast. I'm Totsky. I'm bored. <laughs> I'm Tito. You're bored. Yeah, you're the one that called this meeting, haven't you? Actually, no. It was it was like uh, uh, like almost a little this meeting like, of off the thing. No, what happened was like I, I met up with Sean at the uh, at the YMM Arts. Is that what we're calling it? No, it's Wood Buffalo Arts Council or Arts Council Wood Buffalo. I always wondered about that. Why is it? Phonetically or it needs to be different. It's got to stand out. Yeah. Um, so we were there, and I was like, Sean, we haven't done a podcast since like you ranted about that terrible poster. 
So, out of such out of such an important <laughs> such an important topic that we that we tried to discuss. That's the only thing you can remember out of that podcast was like well, no, but it, it, it simplified what we were discussing that evening pretty pretty well. Actually, did it? I can't remember because we were talking about anything else we were talking about being a professional and whether or not the love of the work reflects on professional work that you're being commissioned for. Uh, and so the poster in itself personifies someone that got paid. To make Just a teaser poster of something some they didn't even know what it was. They, yeah. So it was a piece of shit that they banged out in like probably half an hour. I, not even. I could see the designer sitting there going, can you tell me anything about the movie? <laughs> no. No. Just, Just put a five in it. Just put a five in it. It's not written yet. It's just here. Go. Who else is at the dining room table tonight? Uh, uh, Aaron Schwab. Welcome. A podcast uh, virgin? <laughs> <laughs> You've never been on a podcast before? Not that I'm aware of. It's okay. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Our one listener. I might have been talking. To, right I might now. have been talking to someone that could have been recording me. But who else? <laughs> uh, Sean McLennan. Back welcome, again. Welcome back, sir. More punishment. More punishment. That was a good show that we did. It was. It was awesome. It was, uh, uh, it was very interesting. It was very... All I can remember, seriously, is the fifth element. What was it actually on? Oh, right. The value of the arts. That's right. Yeah. Yes, I recall now. What are we now. talking about today again? We're, we're talking about the recent development of the Arts Council Wood Buffalo. Why are they bringing you in all the time? All the time? <laughs> well, like, to discuss about the arts. It's like, he's a guru that I didn't even no, know about. No, not, not, not Totally. I, I have ranted off um, a Facebook post. Ah, uh, yes, yes, the, yes, yes, yes. led yes. to the first invite to the first podcast. I remember that. Yes. That was actually Stream. good. It was, it, that was a good fucking <laughs> just, thread. It was. Like, it was. That was a damn good thread because I think the podcast actually helped me understand your frame of mind a lot more. <laughs> and fucking Roddy did it though because you didn't even know what we were talking about. Now. Well, Fifth Element is very special to me, so that ruined everything. Oh, the uh, but no. Then Roddy Cross just came in and, and just fucking tore the place apart. So that's why it's kind of oh, hard to right. remember. That's right. I remember that. <laughs> you don't know me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me. What? Classic. So, for those that don't know, uh, Arts Council with Buffalo had their board or their first AGM. What yeah. was it last week? Yep, uh, where they elected their board of directors. So, congrats, Aaron, Tito, John. Yourself. Thank you for uh, thank you for standing up. Well, that was that was really interesting too because like I was I, it was it looked like I was going to go unopposed, which is actually the whole reason I even ran because I'm like, well, someone needs to represent the film in- uh, interest. So I put my name in the running, and then I'm walking down to get cash to freaking pay for the membership, apparently for for the YMMFMA and for myself. So they on my fish- way there, I run into Sean, and Sean's like, oh, yeah, I'm just heading over. I'm like, cool. So I come back, and <laughs> as soon as the meeting starts, like, Sean's name's on the board, too. I'm like, oh, so this is what's going down now. <laughs> Which is weird because I paid for the filmmaking association too. So they those fuckers got twenty or fifty bucks. Got to start fundraising now, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's expensive. The arts. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be the mission statement. It's expensive, comma the arts. <laughs> expensive the arts. <laughs> we need money. <laughs> this shit ain't cheap. Yeah, the arts. This, this shit, shit ain't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I would wear that T-shirt. <laughs> Why should I pay well, for the arts? Because this shit ain't cheap. I think, I think yeah. we just got our first T-shirt idea. The shit yep. ain't cheap. Pound you know what? That, arts. That's totally like that is a T-shirt idea. Why don't you do it for the YMM podcast? Why don't you fucking do it, man? Just well, fuck. I will. The shit, shit ain't, ain't cheap. cheap. YMM arts. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm serious. Like that's a really good idea for fucking, t-shirt, and it's good fundraising. Fucking done. I only want twenty percent royalties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We came up with <laughs> this table came up with the idea. So thoughts on the meeting itself? Uh, I, I I'm trying to think of the last time I was ever at any AGM, and I have never been to one, so I had no idea what to expect. Yes, you have. When? We had ours. I'm just saying, wait a second, don't you run <laughs> don't, a film? Don't the two yeah. <laughs> we never had involved? an AGM yet, though. Well, it, it doesn't have to be a public meeting, but we had one where when we formulated. Just members. Yeah, yeah. just the main board members. That was the first big Do you not remember when we got together in your living room to discuss wow. how we were going to go through the policies and bylaws that I had to write for you? That's why he doesn't remember. This, this, this is why we have meeting notes. That, AGMs. That's an AGM. <laughs> yes. AGMs with all your members, which we haven't had yet. We have. Do we really want to get into it with company at the table? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. You're talking about semantics. We don't have a, we don't have a members list because you haven't put it up on the on the website yet. Because we. Got, yeah, that's right. Internal <laughs> hey, affairs. Maybe me and Sean should leave you guys. It's getting <laughs> awkward. <laughs> it just gets silent for the uh, next hour. They leave. Hey Sean, totally how's it going? Your ass. <laughs> you still doodling? No, but that's that's an AGM. It's not, it's it doesn't <laughs> no, like see, just because that one is number. like larger and like I mean it was really formal in the sense that like it wasn't it, that okay oh, so yeah. I stand correct then I've never been to a formal AGM before. Is that better? I, I would say the biggest. My immediate uh, reaction was it was much better attended than I was expecting. Yeah. yeah. It really was. And there was a lot more. What did we have, like 45? 44. 44, 44 new it was members. 44 members, but there yeah. was more people in the but there was, uh, yeah. And oh, they, right, uh, right. they were more diverse than I was aware of. Like, I thought, you know, you, you, I've been here six six years now. You get And I've uh, been around. Thinking. And, yeah, and you see a lot of the same faces around. So you think you have an idea on the scope on how many people are going to be vested into that type mm-hmm. of uh, – Organization and to see an actual arts council, and then to see how many people were there was fantastic. It was great. That's that, really good. Well, yeah, there's a whole lot of people that I had never even heard of before. Or, yeah. Like I said, I guess you think you, you know the usual crowd, and then you realize you have no fucking clue yeah. who anybody is in this town. That's like yeah. that, that's to me. That's where when I first initially sat down, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of people here that I don't know. Yeah. I thought I was pretty connected too, right? So I thought that was really really cool. Um, like I said, to me, it was the first formal one. Yeah, okay, whatever. We had an AGM before, sure, but I never had a vote before is what I'm saying. Mm, Rogers <laughs> That's order. a lie. That's yeah. a lie. What's I that? love a good Rogers That's totally Rules a lie. Order. I actually really enjoy them. You enjoy <laughs> voting? I know. I, invo- I enjoy Rogers Rules of Order, which is how AGMs and, and normal mm. council meetings run, which is... Uh, you know the whole seconding. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's like, that's what it's called. Or just called Rogers. Oh, well, can I so just look say... up on it? Because you're going to be needing <laughs> to know a lot about yeah. it in the next. Yeah, and if you don't while. know how it works, you're going to get undermined. Well, no, a lot. I know how. Like, because yeah. <laughs> you get eight, seconded I've, out of every. I've conversation. I'm just going to put motions forward to vote on a regular basis. I've watched eight hours of council meetings. I fucking I'm, I'm, I didn't know that was called though. I thought that was just that's how a society operated, right? Uh, so, Rogers yeah. Rules of Order. Get the clip notes. It's not a fucking competition, though. It's not. Like guys, guys were just like, uh, "Can I get a motion?" I know people second into it. Like it was like well, trying to go faster and faster yeah. and faster. I was like, "Oh my god, slow down, people!" Well, you know what? It, like, the we're whole all thing here. reminded me of as I was sitting in the crowd and I'm watching like the voting happening and they're tallying it and then Russell's going off. Does anyone have some news? It just reminded me of a telethon. 
<laughs> totally. Like it was a total Dick Clark moment. Let's see stage. what Italy is now. Uh, yeah, exactly. And we have put him up on the board, and like, and there was a crowd of people, and I'm sitting Gosh. there, and it was just a lit stage, and all I could think was like, this is a telethon. This is what it feels like. Speaking of the stage, that presentation at the beginning was pretty rad. Like yeah, the, cool. the different performers and stuff. Yeah, it should have been after. I've really? never been in an AGM where the entertainment starts the meeting. Most AGMs, before people start drinking and enjoying themselves, we get through the business so that if people oh, need to enough. leave, because four, it was four hours? It was, yeah. it was the it was longest kind of long. meeting in the was, history of... Well, those elections were taking forever, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. My brother texts me, he's like, I want, I got to work tomorrow, and you got to well, come Well, honestly, it wasn't, it wasn't even so much the election that took so far, so much, so, so long. It was the going over the bylaws and uh, the paperwork, <laughs> as it were. Like, and Mike had a question everything. Well, no, there's nothing wrong. <laughs> wrong with questioning things but no. like uh, my my at least my understanding and maybe i'm wrong my understanding is that we were we like the reason this was being presented is because it needed to change i was under the understanding that this is all being presented as stuff that we have to review oh, and yeah. update right well because like, it's the first meeting. this is the skeleton yeah like yeah. we weren't going to form it that night like that's at least from my standpoint so yeah yeah well, i definitely thought we were going to have more time to because even if you had formed it that night after the election it could have just been changed anyway. So, yeah. anyway. Well, no, not you still need, like, for a lot of the policy procedures, some of it you need a 75% yeah, yeah. attendance yeah. rate. Right? And when she explained so that, I understood it. The voting it, right? part, yeah. uh, like, all for the positions certain, they were doing, they had to do. Yeah. And then what was it? There's the one other amendment to uh, to not do the, what is it, the three weeks' notice or what? 21 days. The 21 days yeah. required. Seventy-five. I, th- I think a lot of people fail to understand. No, certain, like, for, for certain, like, like mandates, policies, core. procedures, yeah. Yeah. core foundational things to an yeah. organization, you need 75% of the membership in order to change that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you can't even roll. But, I mean, there's nothing to say we like it can't be drafted up based on the people that were elected in, under the certain disciplines. And then a, another – like, I mean, an AGM doesn't – an AGM means general meeting for the annual general meeting, but doesn't mean that we can't have another meeting where all the members but that's are the, yeah. Well, no, that's the thing that's getting hard. Like, I remember Eagle Ridge was going through their homeowners association, mm-hmm. and they needed needed to make fucking quorum and I think theirs was even 50% and they couldn't get 50% of the people coming out they had fucking like iPods or iPads as door prizes like they were begging so they had one meeting they didn't make it they had to reschedule for the next one so I get where Wooden Christine said hey we got everyone here we need to do this now because as soon as you guys get out the door we're probably never going to see those same 44 people ever again yeah and like every council that I've ever been on uh, the annual like the AGMs is where they make all the large changes because they know they have everyone kind of an ear of everyone otherwise mm-hmm. the main group just meets to to put forward sort of motions and things to kind of add to the agenda yeah. to go talk about but large foundational stuff should should have a 75% membership vote and I agree with that it's just hard to get that 75 <laughs> well then as membership grows like geez yeah. like, I was going to say because there's some groups in town like I know the Rife the, the Gun Association has like 2,500 members how the fuck can you get yeah, a Yeah, how do you vote in that uh, one? How the hell do you get the... Like, that's <laughs> where, I Sport guess... Sporting Wellness Center. Just like you like said, like, you, you talk about fresh meat on a board. You're looking at one, right? Yeah. And when I look at organizations like that, I'm like, how the fuck <laughs> do you are able to do anything with an association that Does it? Day? Do they physically have to be there for a vote? You can send a proxy, I think. Yeah. Well, not all votes. Like, some votes are mail-in, but you have to actually put that into the council to vote on to, for it to I be I just feel mail-in. like we live in an age where, like, I know that they're they're even talking about doing... Like the American election now online or testing it as an online thing. Why they not? fucking need to. It's 2013, man. Like, can we well, get our shit together? Well, one, of, one of the things, one of, one of. Vote online or vote by phone? Well, no. One, one of the biggest issues 
in Canada and I guess North America in general is like low voter turnout. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we are fucking lazy. <laughs> like, people don't go out and vote for shit, and they really should because there's like every, we, we keep losing more and more ground. We're going yeah. through it now yeah. with city council. So yeah. everyone's seen my fucking rants about that. <laughs> you but, went out and voted though, right? Truthfully, oh, see, you're allowed, allowed to rant. To, yeah. Yeah. That sort of the truthfully, that, it, I don't, I don't buy that. It, that totally comes down to strictly the, the method we used to vote because I know a lot of people I talk to. They're not voting not because it's a pain in the ass to go and vote. They just don't feel it fucking matters. Like Apathy? they're so yeah, they're so disconnected. Yeah, sorry that they're uh, that that's what's stopping them. That's what's keeping them out of the loop. So I think Google Hangouts, man, just for everything, just general no, AGMs, sucks, man. Google Hangouts. It's funny, we, we had one of our uh, YMM FMA board meetings through the Google Hangouts. And this guy's out of reception area, so we're in the middle. And he's I was in the driving of back from Edmonton. And he's like, it'll tell you nothing. <laughs> Ham sandwich. <laughs> I'm like, okay, move to a vote. <laughs> and Todd loses again. So going back to that night, I guess. Uh, yeah. just, I'm just remembering your gobstopper story again. So I don't good. think I've shared that on the podcast. Fuck it, might as well make it this one. Go ahead. The um, okay. Um, I got busy hands, right? So when I'm driving Edmonton, it's I've fucking done it so many times. I absolutely hate the drive because it's so fucking boring. So I need to do something, and it's either smoke or fucking smoke. obviously. Well, no, I need like to do something. But you don't smoke hands. normally, no, like, so that's like well, you no, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's smoking. really bad. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's I, if I didn't do what I do with the gun, like with candy, I'm a big candy freak when it comes to to traveling, right? And hard candy, it's either I get a pack of Jolly Ranchers, like I'm talking like one of those big bags, and I'll have those gone. By the Edmonton, and I make myself fucking sick too. I get to Edmonton, and yeah. I'm like, I don't feel very good, right? <laughs> or my diabetes is oh my a shot. Or I do the gobstoppers, and the gobstoppers uh. are kind of cool because I can actually not have a whole pack of them, and I can still get like three quarters of the way. So I'm literally driving back from Edmonton. It was night too. I think I left Edmonton at eight o'clock at night, and I'm driving back, and I'm doing the gobstopper thing, and I felt as soon as I bit it and swallowed, right then I knew it was in the wrong hole. It was right down my, right down the esophagus, right. But it wasn't blocking off. I could still breathe, right. Oh, so I wasn't choking, but I could feel it wasn't in the right spot. Was, yeah. So my body knew that it wasn't in the right spot either. So my eyes start watering. I'm coughing. Not it's not dislodging. So I'm pounding back. What was I drinking? Vitamin water. And I'm, I keep part of the, I'll keep part of the story. But I'll tell it after. The, uh, so I pound it back. Vitamin water. I, I, I'm, I'm going hundred. You, you gotta level yourself out. If Hold you're, on. If you're scared, I, I need the nutrients, right? Yeah. So I need to balance the, the sugar. Vitamin water is the linchpin. In I the needed narrative. to balance the sugar out, right? So I had, I had something healthy. I wasn't eating fruit. So I'm going hundred. There's traffic everywhere. Maybe like hundred, hundred ten. And I'm starting to fucking really cough, and it's not dislodging, right? So I'm like, shit, like, do I pull over? What's going to start happening? Literally, my, I can feel my body's like, okay, coughing ain't, work, coughing ain't working. There's only one other way to get this thing out of here. <laughs> All over the fucking dash. But uh, with that said, I tried to fucking actually get it out the window. But he but was I, going, but so, I was going fast. so fast. Power window. Power window. It just all, it was like, whoa. Uh, it all came back inside, right? And I just, like, on top of the gobstoppers, I'm a big beef jerky fam on the drive. <laughs> so, yeah, you can imagine. Sweet Jesus, is there anything you won't eat while you're 
Get his protein in. <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> gotta be healthy, right? Gotta get all that salt balance yeah, up the sugar. Balance the sugar. The, um, so yeah, I remember just coating the fucking inside of the truck, man. I was cleaning that out for fucking weeks. Oh. Uh, literally, I finally because I couldn't pull over right up. Like, yeah. I couldn't stop because there was traffic all behind me, right? So I literally had to drive another couple of minutes before I found like an off road. Just puke on yourself. Yeah, and, and the, so the smell and like the act is making me like oh. fucking gag even more. So yeah, I finally got up. It took me like an hour and a half to finally clean myself up. Like I'm literally driving home, no shirt on, in my fucking boxers, right? Because I'm not wearing the fucking, I'm not wearing my shirt and shit. That's I had. I luckily had a fucking garbage bag. Threw that into the back, and yeah, that was that was quite the eventful ride home. So the real question though, did it come out? It did. It did. Yeah. That's what everyone's wondering. Like, but did it come out? Did it come out? Yeah. Well, just everyone's just like, oh, and as soon as I told other people, too, they're like, why were you eating gobstoppers? I'm like, fuck off. It's not like I choked on it. Yeah, actually, that is exactly what happened. If I choked, it would have been a more of a drastic situation. Okay. But that wasn't drastic? Considering the alternative, I thought I, thought I handled that pretty fair, well. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> Man causes 10-car pileup because of fucking gobstoppers. I wasn't having that in the fucking headlines. Speaking right? of incidents on the road, um, dude fucking stole from an armored car. Oh, jeez. Uh, like, how fucking stupid do you have to be? When I heard the story, I was liter- I was playing Grand Theft Auto Five when I heard the story. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll okay. try that. I didn't know I could that in the game. But you can do that in the game. So it's like a fucking armored car. So so there was there was a, okay, a I'm, collision. I'm reserved on this topic. What of stealing? Hang from? on, not f- the thing that bugs me with this one. Okay, for those that don't know, uh, a couple a little while it's ago, a victimless crime. Well, hang on, for those that don't know, a little while ago, a car and an ar- or car going north, armored or armored car going south. Something I can't remember who was going who. Anyway, they collided head on. Um, and two people died. Yeah. And that's the key thing to this story, especially when it relates to my opinion. Uh, so, of course, it's a fucking huge wreck. There's money everywhere. As the story goes, someone pulled up, grabbed a chunk of money, and left. Yeah. Before cops or fire before department anybody. or before anyone before was... First guy on the scene. Grabbed money but and left. But people saw him leave, though. So, I imagine being... That's how, that's how they were able to track him down. Camera on the truck. Oh, no, that's witnesses. a good point, but... Uh, from what I heard, it was, it was said, witnesses yeah. that people that, like, they rolled up to the scene and they, like, literally fucking Scrooge the, McDuck. Well, no, the accidents I've been to, like, like when as an ambulance, when you pull up, there's usually, if the carrying people, there's a handful of carrying people there yeah. that are helping you. I'm assuming there was a handful of people there, like, just trying to do something while the, the, the medics get there. And I'm assuming at that point, someone pulled up, grabbed the cash, ran away. And everyone just been like, what the fuck? Someone well, grabbed the plate be, number. Like, first, first of all, $5,000? You can go theft over five thousand. You can go for more. I thought it was only five grand. Like, yeah, no, but that's what I thought. No, he, he got charged with theft, theft, theft over five thousand. Oh, so he was just but, fucking literally leaping it. Yeah. Into the just, two write-ups I read about it said that he was one of the first people on the scene before any emergency services or anything got there. That's what I read too. So the first thing in my mind is, okay, you come across a car accident. There's somebody. Several people. Two Serious, people yeah. dead. <laughs> but were they dead when he yeah, was there? I don't, They're dead. I don't think he knows. When emergency yeah. services got there, I mean, I, I, that that wasn't even clearly defined. They usually just said they were dead by the yeah. time they got to the hospital. Yeah, fair enough. But could this guy have done some sort of first aid? Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Right? Save a life? Yeah. Instead, oh, I'm going to grab this bag of fucking money, you weasel. Like, yeah. no, that's I, the thing that gets to me the most. Especially the time of year. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I should correct my statements. Because, <laughs> yeah, like the, what, what makes this is that he was there. He could have helped instead of just grabbed money ran. He yeah. th- That's fucking bullshit. But the only reason why I'm conflicted is because I remember an April Fool's joke 
uh, and this is the morality of it. This is where you hear my explanation for it. An April Fool's joke, a radio station did. Uh, apparently, they, uh, the way it goes, my dad fell for it because he tells me every year. On the radio, they said a beer <laughs> truck tipped over and there was beer everywhere. And so they were getting everyone to jump in their cars to go to this fucking one spot, and the radio station was there to say April Fool's. But everyone was going there to steal the fucking beer. Yeah. So I'm like, do you cook, like do you scold everyone that went there or just be like you fucking prick you were coming here to steal something? Well, no. Okay, no. Th- I think I think you're getting into kind of the territory of like if say for example it were me and I rolled up or whatever and there was people or whatever like I would I would stop and help, right? But there's no way that I don't roll up to the scene, see all that money and it doesn't at least cross my mind. Like it would cross like, anybody's a, mind. Yeah, and that's what I'm getting at. And and that's the whole beer truck or whatever yeah, yeah. issue that it's like of course it's going to cross your mind you can't like i mean we're only human but but it's, but, but it's really what you do at that point do you act on that or do you actually do what any normal human should do and help people that are in need right so yeah see it's the people aspect that bothers me because there were, it was a live a live accident so to speak like, yeah it just happened yeah if i found a bag of money that fell off a money truck yeah on the side of the road then I would actually have a decision to make. Yeah. But in a situation like this, I wouldn't have even... That never would have even crossed my mind. Yeah. Everyone's got but. the limit of what money they turn in. <laughs> Todd does, apparently. Well, no. Like, so, okay, hold on. You keep you, really harping on well, this. Well, no, you, you roll up... Zelda, I can buy with this. <laughs> you roll up on 20 bucks. Do you turn it in? I have yeah. turned it in. 20 bucks? Even in the office. I found, I dollar, more, I, yeah. I found a $5 bill earlier this week at, uh, on the, uh, like, uh, just in the office. I brought it up to. Uh, okay, the front. well, we work in a small building. I'm, I don't know. The mall. Here's a belt. Okay, I'll narrow I'll give, it down. I'll give, the you mall. Better, I'll give you a better example. You know, the, the at the grocery store, Extra Foods? Oh, yeah. You go in there and you pay, and, and you can get cash back right oh, away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did that. Uh, this happened to me twice. I went to the did my groceries, got my cash back, forgot the money in the machine, just walked out. I left sixty dollars in the machine, walked out, and Sounds then I'm, ra- I'm ranting <laughs> about sixty. It. Yeah, I ranted <laughs> on Facebook. I'm like, man, when you realize four days later, <laughs> oh. money. And one of my friends, uh, Lynette, said you should go back and see. They might have it. I'm like, no, who the who the fuck would turn that in? They would just put that in their pocket. And I went there, and sure enough, they have baskets in the back for each machine if you can tell them exactly what machine it was and what day it was and exactly how much it was and they have money the back lottery in, <laughs> no they have money if yeah. somebody turns in money they actually it. organize it yeah. by what machine so the lady said what machine I'm like oh, I don't really fucking remember but pretty sure it's the middle one over here so it's yeah, definitely yeah. along this row she go in the back and check she goes well we only had one person turn in $60 that day so it must be yours and yeah. I Wow. Somebody turned in my money and I got my money back. Okay, so I'm just so, a prick then, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like I, I find like I've found twenty dollars walking down Peter Pond Mall once, which is like on the floor, just lying there, and I just like picked it up and gave it to the kiosk guy. So you know, like in case someone comes around looking for the money. Yeah, and, like this was on the floor, and I, I don't see it as a well. I would really like twenty bucks. I'm not impoverished. Yeah, like <laughs> I can blow twenty bucks at a Starbucks <laughs> one day without even. Isn't that a sad state of affairs? That twenty <laughs> like, bucks. You know, but it's not enough for me. Like, I think, you know, if I even like when it gets to be like a lot of quantity, I'd probably have more harm. But like five, 20 bucks, like I find that's not. So you would keep a more quantity? I mean, if I found like a hundred dollar bill lying on the floor, that one would give me more pause than a twenty or a five. Really, yeah. I'm totally opposite. I'd probably keep the twenty and turn in the hundred dollar bill. Um, oh, you're uh, you're about the salami technique, then. The what? The plot to the, it's <laughs> the plot to Superman three. The, the plot to Office Space. The, the idea, Ponzi? Is, you mean? Huh? 
The Ponzi? No, it, well, it, it's it's considered the, it's I'm like the salami. Called, it's also known as. Did you know my high school name? No, it's also <laughs> considered the salami technique because the whole idea is like, say you want to steal somebody's some some of someone's salami in the fridge, right? Yeah. Instead of stealing the whole piece of salami, you, steal a little bit. you sliver pieces yeah. bit by bit, and then they don't notice that it's missing. The so Elaine, you're very much that person. The Elaine King. Where, you'll notice the loony on the floor. <laughs> well, no, exactly. It's too small of an amount that it people yeah. aren't gonna because they don't give it. Yeah, to and your concern is if you find a hundred dollars, someone's gonna come looking for it. Yeah, you're more right? worried about so. getting. I don't know. I just I. (laughs) Meanwhile, Aaron's like, go big or go home. (laughs) Yeah, it's a hundred. Which one do I take? They always take the hundred dollar bill. You're a true artist. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we're here to talk about. Apparently, yeah, we're way off. Are we here to talk about that? Well, okay, we're going off topic for one more thing. Because speaking of money, I just want to make a comment about. Did you see the guy that won the forty million in Calgary? I just read that article that blew. My husband was just like, take it away. Tell the. <laughs> so a man in Calgary won forty million dollars in a lotto ticket, and he's giving it all to charity. Whoa! Every cent. Every cent. The, what, what was really? He doesn't know. He's going to break it up for some. So his wife died of cancer about two years ago, I guess, and he's retired as of September. And he says, you know, I've worked really hard my life, and I'm retired now, and I've got my nest egg for my kids and for myself. You know, my wife is gone. Oh, that guy killed someone. I know. That guy. Dude, Nasty. totally like there was like a hit and run 15 oh. years ago, and he left. Exactly. The that hundred dollar bill is plagued. I was driving back from dance. Fort Mac the other day, and there was five grand on the side oh. of the road. Yeah, but I think that's. I mean, that was when so I said, honestly beautiful. Yeah, it's just like, like uh, there's one thing right, to see where mad. people's like, "Oh, I'm going to donate a little bit to charity," you know, right on. Yeah, the whole fucking thing, forty, $40 million dollars, which is one of the higher ends in Canada for lotto. Yeah. So I think our highest is what like fifty four million. Yeah. So we're not high at all, yeah. right? I was fucking shocked at that. So that kudos beautiful. to that guy, man. That was that. Yeah, and then when I read after it, the hit and run and like the guy <laughs> taking the over five thousand dollars at that. On Restore 63, and then you humanity. see something like this, you're like, the, the universe balances breathe. itself out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and breathe. No, that's actually incredible. I think, I mean, you must read the same article there because, like, that was uh, utterly fucking amazing. So I just wanted to. Yeah, quick shout out to that one. Get some award just for being an awesome human being and restoring everyone's faith in you. Yeah, it's like we're Christmas. now going to give you got to be hundred million dollars. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. It was a test. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. A. Good job, you passed. Oh, by the yeah. way, there's no forty million. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's talk arts. Half hour into Which the show. has sh- nothing to do with half, half hour into the show. Well, should we go through who got all elected that night? I guess that's a good start. remember. I guess that's list? a good starting point. Yep. <laughs> all right, so these are a total of 18 people actually put their names forward uh, to a board. And like I said, and I'm how pretty, many seats? I'm pretty new for 11. I'm pretty new at this. Was what Russell said accurate where a lot of boards have problems getting people? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that. I mean, I'm sit on five, so and <laughs> I sit on five committees as of right now, and I don't know whether that's because people have a hard time finding people, or they have a hard time. Maybe finding Maybe you're just the right like a people. keener, or you have a problem. Yeah, I have yeah. A serious problem. I have validation issues. Yeah, well, especially because I think you posted. Since my it. husband doesn't listen to this podcast, I will say that he only knows about two of them. Nice. <laughs> I'm just seriously cheating on my husband, like, and I will admit that one of the boards is against my husband. Yeah, like, is against men with ginger beards. 
All right, 18 people let their names stand for 11 positions. So the following people got elected. Misha Albert under the theater category. I think he made the best speech of the night, honestly. Throw an actor on the stage and expect yeah, him totally. to make a speech. I wanted to see him go, keep going. But he was so he was so impassionate about what he was talking about. And, and I've, I've spoken with Misha before, and that's like the type of person he is. So. That's exactly who he is. Yeah, yeah I, thought, I thought that was he a really good He sits next door to me every day. Oh, really? I live with that. His po- he was on for Bedtime Stories podcast and listening to him talk... Like it's one thing to do the show here, but I get to when I edit them, I actually get to listen, like more so, like because now I'm not paying attention to what anyone's saying. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, like, I got to actually like get developed of what he was saying, right? And I definitely want to get him on again. Hopefully, well, it, to it, expand it, on that speech. Right? Well, it's really cool being around people that like truly love what they do because it actually inspires you too, right? Like you get energy off of people like Misha. Or completely exhausted, depending on the type of personality you are. <laughs> Under the music category, we had Sarah Nyman. 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 I she's the one to say Newman, but I know that's she's not the it. opera singer. Is that no? No. Is she no, in, she does in voice Les Mis as well? Yeah, she does voice. But she's in Lemis, right? That's coming up in February. I don't know. That's Ca- uh, Camerica. Okay, Camerica. Yeah, yeah. I think Camerica's the opera singer. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I got them confusing. Um, the lovely Aaron for visual arts. Uh, Nola Anthony under dance. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a pretty good speech. I just I remember recognized the name, or, and I'm like, well, that's did you cool n- did you notice the subtle uh, ballet pose as she was? Yeah, she was yeah. standing there. With her uh, I totally foot picked foot up on that. Like, Let's see what's going on here. <laughs> it's all about the pose. She actually teaches uh, teaches dance too. She has been for yeah ever. That's that. Uh, she used to teach at the conservatory of Keanu almost full time, and then she uh, started having the babies, and then she went up to Holy Trinity. Right, because she says that's where she's like, if the other one calmed down, I'd get that one into dance, too. Yeah, she's got the two. Um, Jenny Berube for Literacy Arts. Uh, we actually... No, we didn't have her on the podcast. We had her daughter on the podcast in regards to the TEDx stuff, so I've spoken to Jenny a few times. I definitely want to get to know her a bit better uh, living in Australia. Sure over and over. Um, Tito Gillen for video filmmaking and photography. Um, Dale Hyde. He wasn't there, though, she, right? She. She, sorry. <laughs> Horrible. What category? Uh, First Nations. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, Gary stepped up for her. Okay, now I remember the <laughs> yeah. whole... Uh, oh, right. He spoke on her behalf. Yeah, yeah I remember. <laughs> yeah. The, um, yeah, he gave, like, a really impassionate speech thing. Which yeah. is funny, because I nominated her. Like, he didn't even know her name was up there, and I just mentioned him, like, oh, I talked to her, and I asked for her to put her name forward, and she agreed. He's like, okay, well, I'll do the speech for it. He's just, like, got up. I'm like, well, there you go. It's great, because I won't. And he Your just, team. like, did the whole, like, the whole talk. I'm like, great. Yeah. Well, What's her background? I can't. Dale, uh, Dale Hyde, um, oh, God, I don't know who she works for currently. Um, I know. I photographed her two years ago. She used to work for Fort McKay, yeah. and then uh, she actually finished our diploma at Keanu in visual. That's why she had a background in visual art. That's uh, why I figured, oh, heck, like, it's the only one I know that actually has, like, a full credited background in art and design, and then yeah. also is a, you know, wow. a hard-caring member. So, yeah. so, yeah, she was on board, because as of, there was no one, there was nobody, no one put their name forward for that slot. No one put so I hunted her down like a dog. <laughs> she, painted, her. Uh, she painted a huge mural in uh, yeah. Fort Mackay yeah. in the school. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. she's oh, really, really, really We photographed her piano for the cover of yeah. uh, 
of our uh, Aboriginal view book. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so I went up to the yeah, school. Yeah, Dale's great. I think I remember her. seeing the, the articles on yeah. the mural in Mackay. She's almost as bad as I am, though. I think she's on, like, every board and committee that needs a First Nations <laughs> representative. Like, Dale. <laughs> I look forward to uh, speaking with her. Quote up. Quote yeah. up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Carmen Wells, under the Mati category, she was one with the busted leg, right? Yeah. yeah. Did you see what happened? Squash or something? Yeah. She was with Sharon Heading. She was playing squash with Sharon Heading and twisted her ankle. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Christine Burton under the business industry and not prof or non-profit, uh, which is pretty cool. I know she was there, the intern board, so it'll be... I think she was one that pretty much designed the whole, uh, the whole uh, AGM and then the whole package that got sent out, too, so... Be good you got to- something? Was sent that? out? Yeah. Oh. You're not getting any of these emails? Oh, I don't follow the... Th- like, I... Like, just send <laughs> me the packet and I will read it. But when they Doing start, like, elected you know, 16 <laughs> replies in and everyone is still replying to I've got four other boards like, to worry about. <laughs> I was well, about to like, say you have one job, you but no. Like, I don't need to know that everyone can individually attend. Just reply to Russell. Like, yeah, I've been noticing a lot of that. It's like, don't, do you, need, you don't need to huh? reply all. I don't think you did, but... Just reply to Russell yeah. Thomas. It's totally fine. No reply all. Then it, <laughs> and then I just become complacent after about the six. Yeah, because you just see all I know there was a bunch there, but I think I did it too. Like, shit. Guys. <laughs> um, Michael. Uh, Mike DeRoche. Is it DeRoche or DeRoche? Uh, he explained it at the culture meeting too, and I just can't remember what he said. I've known him for a while, and he's never corrected me when I said DeRoche. Yeah. Mike DeRoche's <laughs> in for business industry and nonprofit as well. That's right. There's two for that one. And then some fat guy named Toski for community. The um, So, yeah, that pretty much. So, what does community do? <laughs> It's a great show. Uh, it starts again with an hour premiere on, in, in January. <laughs> 11 people, uh, 11 positions uh, for the board under the different categories. That's your board, so I guess... So you t- all three of you, I'm going to act as... Oh, you can be the angry here. community member who wants yeah. something from me. Because I'm a dick that didn't get elected. I love it. What, uh, so what I'd like to ask all three of you, what are your goals for being on the council? What do you want to see happen over the, say, the next year? The Talk next to. year. Yeah, I was going to say the formative year of the Earth. Formative Council. year. <laughs> I was going to say because ultimately in the in the three years, I want to I want to see people have better access to money. The like I, I grant grant funding streams is I think is the one of the more things uh, whether that happens within a year or not I don't know but uh, I would like to see it happen definitely within three. You want to know my media problem? Place needs to have a fucking website. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's my biggest issue right now, where I'm like, fuck this Facebook shit. Oh, Facebook. But no, that's I, I'd like to see people have access to money. Like, even just access to the ability to apply for it and actually have it looked at fairly and actually have a chance to have their projects funded. Because does that happen whether or not... Does it happen right now? Well, I would argue... It does in a bit of I a would, sense. I would argue the fact that technically they, st- they already have access to it, except... Yeah. A lot of people don't know the paths that they have to take. I was going to say, because so the stuff that we've applied... is a big thing, uh, because, I mean, the Alberta Foundation for the Arts, there's national grants, there's... Uh, technically, former Murray citizens can even apply for Edmonton and Calgary grants, depending on the, the stream that they choose to go through. So, I mean, as if that is made available to them, an education on how to go through those processes, I think that's probably a big... But really, thing. you want to be fighting with everyone in the province for it, though? Yes. Hey, money is money. <laughs> you are aware that whatever funding this council gets, we're fighting for it as well with uh, the other provinces, right? Well, if it's paid by the city. No, municipal money comes from provincial. Yeah, it's the trickle down effect. Trickle down effect. Yeah, yeah. the province yeah. gives the municipality yeah. money to. Mini- dis- yeah. 
Oh, fair enough. What I'm hoping to do is twofold. Um, get funding from the YMMFMA as well as the Arts Council with Buffalo and use that as a joint initiative to start getting that gear that we need to get our filmmakers making films without always oh. using my gear. See, I was, <laughs> so. was kind of curious about that because uh. as board members for the Arts Council with Buffalo, you cannot receive grants and funding. Mm-hmm. It's collusion. You can't set yourself. There's no jury system on the planet that allows counselors to be able to benefit off of, yeah. you know, roadways and stuff. So as I was mm-hmm. wondering why both of you went, because I was like... That was going to be one of my follow-up questions, too. I'm like, you guys why the project? heck did you decide that They're was a good idea? Because now well, neither of you, you can apply for Oh, no, yeah. And, and I knew that going in. Like, but you know what? It's, it's interesting because for some reason, some people have it in their minds that because we've got the YMFMA and now this... Oh, they've got access to all this fucking money now. It's like, no, no, oh, not no, really. Let that if happen. anything, I've just, <laughs> if, if anything, I've just any any access I have to any funding for any project I want to do has just been cut. I've been yeah. cut off at the knees, but I'm okay with that. I've, I've self funded my projects from the get go, and I really, I, I, I'm not necessarily proud of the fact, but I've never let that stop me. On, no, on go- yeah. if, if I want to do a project, I'll, I'll make it for the fun- for the budget I can get for it. And you know, there's other there's other avenues I can go through Indiegogo or something like that. Well, right. So the reason I wanted to bring that up is because I want uh, the four or five listeners that listen yeah. to realize that fact <laughs> that, uh, that honestly oh, though, it is, uh, <laughs> she's still listening. I thought she cut him off. She, yeah, uh, she stopped like episode fifty. Was it the profanity that? But I, I wanted to bring it up because I think it's important. For people to know that when you join to serve on a council like that, that that is a sacrifice yep. you guys yeah, are a, making. It's a what we, dis- yes, what we exactly. discussed before, uh, like within the YMMFMA board, between the five of us, what we discussed when, when initially uh, we were going to say Tito goes for the film and I'll just go in for the community because I have more of an interest to shape the arts for the community than just to get funding for us. I think that's what we want as a total. We've been, I'm not going to say that I've been involved with the arts community in town for years. I haven't. But I know how much, I'm just pitching now for my presence. Uh, <laughs> no, I was about I, to say, you're already on the community. Know. You know no, that, but right? no, I, I, I've seen, like, I've been hearing fucking so many times about how this place is not a hometown. And I believe that the arts can actually get someone to stay here. That's how I. That's how I stay here. That's how I made roots in this town. Mm-hmm. So I'd absolutely. I have more interest in trying to shape the arts industry for our region to try to get people to actually call this place home than the whole fly and fly out thing. Yeah. And if that means that we have to go other places for YMMFMA money, so be it. Mm-hmm. And that's what we all agreed on. We know damn well what we were getting into. Right? Well, I mean, so. uh, there there is a selfish reason for my side is I I simply don't want to keep lending out my shit. Well, no. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. I, I, like, I mean, I, I've, 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 like, put like a hundred percent. Rent it. Rent, rent it. Well, no, but like, and that's the thing. Like, I feel, under. I feel bad too doing that yeah, too. No, got- so another, so in other words, I'm like, if we, if we can somehow figure out how to get these guys. One, the funding, and two, the equipment that they need yeah. so that they can go and do it themselves without. Because, like, the, the problem is right now, it's like. Um, Oh, it's interesting because it's uh, the first article for the YMM Arts, whatever. I, I wrote the, yeah, yeah, the, the, the filmmaker, the column, whatever, right? The but the thing is, like, uh, I'm starting to hear, like, echoes about, like, well, you know, it's like Tito and Totsky are, like, the film scene in Fort Murray. I'm like, that's not true at all. And I kind of want to make sure that, like, these other filmmakers can start, <laughs> hey, get out of the nest, yeah. go make your movies. The way you stuff. constantly tell me, you're just like, Todd doesn't even know how to operate a fucking camera. Is anyone aware of this? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you don't? What's that? You don't? 
There's an auto setting, isn't there? That's yeah, that that's works true. for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's record fucking green square. <laughs> green square. But uh, but uh, but yeah, no, no. That's how I took all my pictures. But no, I mean, honestly, in three years, I would like us to be somewhat, uh, somewhat in the same stance that uh, Fava has for operations of like renting out equipment and actually facilitating arts grants because Fava goes a long way for that too. Mm-hmm. Like they'll facilitate yeah. that. And what I would really like uh, to eventually get is basically. Um, there's, I know with the Edmonton Arts Council, if uh, Edmonton Arts Council, if you can get a recommendation from any of those members on an AFA grant, it helps you that much more to get that grant because oftentimes uh, previous people that have been selected plus uh, members of Arts Councils throughout Alberta sit on the, the choosing committee. Yeah, exactly, right? So if we can make the, uh, form, or the Wood Buffalo Arts Council like – up to that position where their opinions will be respected and a letter of recommendation if someone's applying to an AFA grant or whatever goes a long way for that artist to get you know their funding or whatever so but back to what the point you guys were making out like if it does get into a conflict of interest territory I got no problem diving out either so diving out of what the board so you'd you'd like you'd quit you'd quit to get money to get money if it's a conflict of interest uh, why, well, why? it wouldn't have a choice. I mean, if he yeah, wants yeah. to apply for a grant, he'd have to step he'd down from to. the board. Yeah. So yeah. obviously, if something came like, up that's like for, for a personal project or personal for the YMFMA, whatever. If something yeah. came up where everyone started screaming conflict of interest, and it was, yeah, yeah, I got no well, problem. Just gotta, fucking, well, you got to avoid those pitfalls, though. Well, I mean, yeah, there's, there's I, I, ways to go. No, but I'm just saying. Ultimate, I'm willing You're to just jump. Like, I'm willing to jump on the sword. Don't take this moment away from me because this is my time to shine. You're trying to have like a Batman moment where you're just fucking right. Yeah, and I think I think like the term. I mean, three years is a long. Board. I, that's I think it's like the I was history. By. I was I was trying to I get Russell to do a two year with two possibility for renewal, right. like most boards are, or a two year term with mm. renewal if you want. Yeah. So that after the the initial, like we won't be granting for the next few years. So by the time our term would be up after two, then people could ditch because yeah. they mm. want to apply. Well, for that's where the whole when we spoke to Russell, the whole thing of nominations came up. Like he even said, he's like, no one's going to be getting any money within the fir- or no one's going to be no one's going to be granting no anything granting. within the first yeah. year. Yeah, I'd love There's to get no I'd granting. love to get in. On the, at the ground level, try to shape some policies, and if we start granting some money, we'll relook at yeah. whatever we got. Yeah. And I guess there's also that other benefit that once, if you're part of the creation of that board, once you're out of that board, you know the ins and outs, and that yeah. gives you an advantage for true. future application for stuff, yeah. right? So, <laughs> what about you, Aaron? What are what? your plans over what, the next few years? What would you like to see happen? I think day to day, honestly. <laughs> um, I wasn't actually going to run. No, that's that's what she I wasn't going to do it. I, I was, and then I wasn't, and then I was, and then I wasn't, and then I really wasn't when my husband was saying, what? No more. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Come on. Like, it's just every night this week you have a board meeting. I'm like, I know, I know. And now I sit on a few provincial boards, so that requires a ton of reading. Which I'm not good at. You <laughs> like for an academic, you think I would be all for it. Your speech, so long. you laid the smackdown on your speech, though. Like your your speech up there, you're like, oh yeah. By the way, I sit on all these boards. And well, I didn't know what else. Up. It's like a one minute, uh, yeah. and I hate when people go up and then they just sort of spew nervously, and you have no idea who they are by the That's end. What of mine it. was kind of like Sean. Like when Sean went up, he was just like, I love the shit. I'm good at the shit. I love it. Yeah. And then he sat down, and then I was well, he's like, like Vin Diesel up there. I live for this shit. Yeah, and then I, and then I sat down, and I'm like. What do you do? Vote Sean. Like, you know, like, you know, like and, and I think the, the whole flaw of the nomination thing was that... Should have been a debate. Oh, 
I would love that. No. Oh my god, if it was a debate, I would have signed up earlier. This pop pop. I love it. But for me, it should have been run in a way that we could actually see people's credentials before it happened. Like normally, there's a whole. Those so are listed. You get you have like CVs and background yeah, and bio, so that everyone can pre-read up before. Yeah. Like the membership can. This read is who's running for who. Yeah. yeah. And then before the council even sits down, you check off who you want, and then they're counting them as the minutes are going forward. So yeah. that's why it took like. That, that's interesting because I remember, uh, like, I had to submit a CV for the application. Yeah, but so. it wasn't public to anyone. That's it wasn't interesting. public to the membership. It was just for us. Yeah, well, I, and I he think was that, taking nominees off the floor uh, too. So yeah. whether well, we did or not. Well, I was going to say is like I, that might have cleared the air, especially with that whole twenty-one day thing yeah. about the reviewing. Yeah, that was, had that document been released a month earlier, it yeah. might have eased people more. You know, maybe on a fucking well, website. Because I don't think people had necessarily an issue with the how everything was written. They were more like, "Whoa, whoa, why are we rushing through this yeah, so quickly?" Right? Exactly. I need to read yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, I've never like it's it's always several weeks before the AGM you yeah. get the notes, so that you can make comments, you can go through any you research go in you need prepared. to change. Like, you I, can I, read the CV of people, so yeah. that you're not just voting someone in who gave a really great, yeah. impassionate speech, but actually has no credentials or background. So when I was going up there, I was just thinking, okay. What do I do? I could just say anything up here. I'm like, and I was and trying to go through like, the fine points of my <laughs> of my CV because I figured like I don't know half these people here, yeah. like, and they have no idea. They have you know no idea who I am from Eve, so I'll just like give them a breakdown so they know I'm not just like a crazy lunatic off the street who's yeah. wanting to sit on a council because I like stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like so. That was my approach. Yeah, which was you know so ineffective, obviously. Because well, like, I just, like, I, like, well, I, I literally walked up and said, "Here's I have my ten dollars to pay up," and Russell was like, "Do you want to let your name stand?" And I was like, "For what?" <laughs> like, uh, for filmmaking yeah. and uh, photography, and you're like Tito, son of a bitch. Well, I didn't even, <laughs> put my name in there. I wasn't even thinking at first that what he was asking me to do, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, of course. Why wouldn't I have let my name stand for photography?" Doing it for fucking years, <laughs> and uh, and I said, okay, I'll add your name to the board. And he says, because right now Tito's running unopposed. I'm like, oh fuck, can't let that guy run unopposed. <laughs> and then I'm sitting down thinking, I'm like, what did I just sign up for? Yeah, what am I? What's the term? And then oh, everyone's going to get up. I don't know the term they, they announced. Voted. It. I'm like, fuck, I can't walk up there with an erase board now. Yeah. So. <laughs> It'd be, that'd be hilarious if you just went up on stage with the eraser. Squeak, 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 squeak. My speech. Good night. Yeah, or you could have just erased the whiteboard that had everyone's name on it and just start writing. That, that was going to be my speech. Had had nobody, uh, had I gone unopposed, I probably would have gone up on stage. I'm like, I'm here because no one else is. There you yeah, go. That's nice. I mean, that's as good a reason to do yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I... I, I had some people whose opinions I greatly trust come to me in an intervention saying, you have to run. Well, the, yours, yours, <laughs> and then I was like, ah, oh, fine. Yours was like the heaviest one, too. It was I had the most uh, yeah, visual like words. Four people. Yeah. There was four people yeah. that put their names up. And some people had dropped out. Yeah. And then, yeah, so. In the end, like. Uh, Who the hell was I? If Mary, Tito wasn't there, I totally would have fought harder. Yeah. I totally would have got name. it. Yeah. Well, that's not what I said. I said fought harder. There has to be representation yeah, there. Yeah. I totally no, no, believe it's totally important. There's yeah. not someone we got a place there. Yeah. So well, if, and I, I don't I don't necessarily agree with the whole get up on stage and give a one minute speech. I thought that was yeah. really 
ridiculous. Show your talent. People, suddenly, it comes down to who performs better on stage. Bingo. Visual artists Dance are like, Dance you know, yeah. we sit in studios by ourselves. Yeah. I mean, it's the most uncollaborative thing on board. that what board. If you have, <laughs> what if you have like one minute to create something up on stage and then present? I would be probably the worst at it. Awesome. I would have been the yeah, worst yeah, at it. It's a video composer of photography. Take a picture or make a vine right now. <laughs> oh my god. You know, yeah. Carmen would have taken me for sure in that instance. She's like a scud, like a bum leg. Everyone would have been like, oh. <laughs> 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 Give it to the girl with a bum leg. No, I'm the worst. At Watch that. after the election. She just takes it off. <laughs> <laughs> take that, guys. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> we're running away like, with the fucking crutches just uh, and then fucking so one, one of the closing things uh, that was mentioned uh, dur- at the end of the election is so uh, Russell Thomas is interim executive director up until May yeah. so then what happens then an, an election right no, no it's a no. job posting yeah, job posting. Hire which is there a I was gonna see him, like is there a job description already drafted up because if it's in May then we should be Putting that yeah, out there. Yeah, well, that coordinator one, and, and then that the coordinator, coordinator one, yeah. just me too. Yeah, what the heck is that? Where's this money coming from? Well, who's, why do we need a coordinator? We, need a coordinator. we need an admin assistant yeah. to process paperwork. Mm. We don't need a. I don't even know what coordinator means. Like Maybe that's like term. a fancy way of saying administrator, but having to pay them less. Well, no, like, I, it's funny because you're like, I don't know what coordinator means. I'm a coordinator at work, right? Yeah, but I coordinate. I coordinate, I coordinate the contract staff. Yeah. But there's no staff to coordinate Well, yeah, with like, that's what council. I don't understand. I'm yeah. like, well, you, know, you need an administrator because no one's taking minutes. I don't know if any minutes have ever been taken. I think Christine was jotting down. Yeah, but... But the, what, what happened before is I'm clueless You know, on, like right? where someone needs to be at a desk so when someone shows up going, can I get yeah. the draft document for the yeah. blah, 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 and that person and that's has what, it and they give it. You know, it's not a creative job. It's administrative. My so. biggest fear is that it's going to be like herding cats for the first couple of meetings. Because, of course it is. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be like peeing all over the maybe, table. Maybe that's why each the, other's asses. Maybe that's why like, they need a coordinator, someone to wrangle. <laughs> someone to wrangle? Yeah. No, I don't know. I think it, ultimately is this a positive for the community? Of course it is. Well, yeah. How could it not be? Really, it can't get worse. Yeah, exactly. I'm concerned. <laughs> like, people, like yeah, honestly, like how much worse? Could it get? Turns well, out no, the, right. the the Woodbuffalo Arts Council was embezzling. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's going back. To, going back to what Russell's Aaron was on an island in Jamaica. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you, bitches. Goes the next go for Christmas. Just doesn't return. We had that twenty or two hundred fifty k fucking grant. Oh, yeah. Going back to our last podcast, though, like touching base on that and bringing it forward to this topic, like this is why I think the council is such a big step forward because there's a lot of money out there that can be found and, and brought up for yeah. the arts. But unless you're running through some sort of governance system like an arts council, it makes it really hard to get all that money because it's like going back to what we we're talking about that conflict of interest thing. If you don't have something proper in, in place. In place. A lot of businesses will say, wow, they could be doing this, they could be doing that. Open perception or interpretation. So, I mean, for me, this is what I want to see in the new year is is, uh, Russell or um, whoever uh, else ends up being the – getting the actual position at some point. They really need to be somebody who can go out and get money, Mm -hmm. like go out and get grants and go out and go to – Get those, find those opportunities because not all of them are laid out there. Like that guy that uh, got the five thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, be that guy. (laughs) Be that Russell Axe on the highway. (laughs) But it's like it's it's like uh, launder, launder. 
<laughs> There's a guy who used to work for the college called Leo Jacobs. It was, Leo. Uh, Leo. I and when Leo name. was great. Um, he was so good at money He's so good He was like a cheap, like, like It just rolled out of him And everyone's second, like uh, I want to give you money And like I don't know the why The ducks So yeah. when the ducks happened And then he heard that This fine was coming down From the government He says oh awesome Opportunity He said he was going to Call him up and say And ask the government Well the fine should stand no matter what, but instead of them just giving you guys money to go into a pool, can they put that money into a college program where we can do environmental monitoring, et cetera, and do all the environmental it's stuff? It is. Yeah, it's, it's taking a situation and recognizing that there's an opportunity there to capitalize on it for the college's needs, and it did, and it helped us with our, I believe, I don't want to speak out of turn, I believe it, that some of that ended up coming to us at one point for an environmental monitoring program. And that's that's what I want to see from, from our director of the Arts Council, is that that will to be able to a they have to be in all the industry stuff and they have to be in all the government stuff at the same time and they have to find those opportunities and create that magic because the takeoff point like what you guys are talking about with equipment and everything that's a high you can't just say okay well we bought a 5d yeah, no, maybe, maybe next year we'll get a light. Like you need what you said right there was key takeoff yeah. point off the part your your takeoff, and that's going well, to be it's relationship building. That's yeah. So you have to be able to go to the Schmoozer. convergence conference. Yeah. Which I got invited to, and I thought that was funny. I'm like, I don't know anybody. Oh my goodness! Like, throw me at the table with who? But you need someone that can go around and and, and make those relationships and build a sense of trust, make that organization. Happen. So yeah. that that's actually uh, it's interesting because to translate over that uh, translate that to filmmaking, that's that's like the those are the attributes of like a really good producer. Like a, a good producer yeah. will make people want to give that yeah. movie money to yeah. get it get it made. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and so and in the end, the job, that's what we need. That's honestly but the, yeah, what like we the need. job is not a creative job. It doesn't no, matter it's, how much. It's a business job. Really. It's, it's, a, it's an administrative position, it's and it, it's an arts administrative position. It's interesting though. Wait, when just when you said Todd, it's it's. I think there's the truth of the matter is all, all, all like like uh, you said, Sean. There's a lot of money up for grabs, right? You just know have to know how to ask for it. Yeah, like they they want to say yes to you, but you can't just be some guy off the street saying, "Hey, I'd like money for this." It's like there's a proper way that you have to court that money yeah. and if you do it right you, you'll get the money every time right so what I like best about talking with other filmmakers is usually we have to learn really early how to ask other people to make our vision happen because yeah. we've come up with the, the story we come up with what, how it's going to be created but then it's like okay but I'm also fucking poor so <laughs> I need to go and convince someone to give me five grand 25 grand a million dollars yeah. so you have to get really good at finding people A who have the money and then B telling your story over and over again and really working on the sell mm-hmm. so you get that money and that to me is what a lot of artists don't do the grants I love grants they're great. They're all right. We pay for them with our taxes. Mm-hmm. But I find that's considered like the easy pot of money. Therefore, yeah. there's so much competition for it. Yeah. You're getting little pieces of it. And if you do a better job at selling yourself on, on a project-by-project project basis, then you can go after bigger chunks of money and bigger fish. But it does take that mm-hmm. education at the, at the start to learn how to do that. It's interesting that, that uh, a friend of mine, he attended AFI. And like this is one of the more prestigious schools in the United States, and they still don't teach that. He was saying like uh, uh, he's a, he's a producer, and he was basically saying he's like, I feel like there should have been a business class like because as class. soon as you yeah. get out of yeah. there, yeah. Exactly. and there is a pitch class, but it's not the same. No. And and he's like, as soon as you get out there and start working uh, in that in that industry, you start to find it's like, wow, I should have 
gone and get a, got a business degree. It's instead. one thing to pitch, but you got to design budgets yeah. and structure. It's yeah. it's a fucking business it's yeah. a business list. It is, and if your dollars and cents, if your ones and zeros don't line up, you are not getting a dime from anybody. What company would get like if so, you're going for a sponsorship? Like yeah. right now, we're trying to get the sponsorship for the film festival. Yeah, if your dollars and cents don't line up, it doesn't matter how good your purpose is supposed to be for the community. It ain't going to happen. It's interesting because a lot of the I've asked for a blanket amount of money, and I got shut down. But, but the Fort McMurray community in general, it's like it's really interesting because like our community is founded on like project management right so if you look at it as like uh, mcdonald island or you know even making a film or creating a society it's mm-hmm. it's, a, it's all projects right and yeah. like that kind of defines what who becomes the community leaders like you, you you keep hearing names over and over again and it's because these people are really good at putting together these proposals yeah. to grab that money from either yeah. the oil sands or from the municipality etc right? government so, or- yeah when you work in the private sector like i used to work in high tech many a moons ago mm-hmm. and that's who they headhunt like companies would headhunt the same people from different companies because those people were adept at doing exactly that at mm-hmm. going out and making the big deals because they were the movers and shakers so to speak and those people live to do that mm-hmm. they're passionate about doing it it's, it's a real challenge for them and they go and that's that's what I want to see I want to see those type of champions for arts because there's lots of that in private business yeah but there's not a we're not really going after – we're going after yeah. – this guy's been a painter for 50 years. And this – you know, not to speak ill of <laughs> – don't look at me like that. You know what I mean? Like it's one thing to have all the – and Sean's added to the list. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing to have. All I the haven't skills. said anything. What you gave me the look. You totally gave me the did. look. You totally gave me that look. Every, <laughs> no, man, dig, every man knows that look. It was a gut um, reaction. It couldn't help. But you know what I mean, though. So it's one thing to have all the the technical knowledge about the industry you represent. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean you could sell it. It mm-hmm. doesn't. And the oh bottom no, line like is I know a shit ton silly. about art, and I am like the worst at finding money on the planet. Right. Like I have a sense of like if if I can if I can do something my own with my own money, I just have a problem going to other people to ask yeah. for money to mm-hmm. fund something. I've applied for grants because I feel like that. You know, I'm good at paperwork. <laughs> like I don't have to pitch anything. I don't have yeah. to sit in front of people going. Just, just fill out the money. form. Yeah, I can fill, fill out, out a form, form like no one's business. <laughs> and the reason I've gotten as far as I've had being my age is because I'm really thorough with my paperwork. You know, I was always ready with something when someone needed something. Yeah. Like at the last minute, someone dropped out of a show. You know who's prepared all the time? Aaron, Aaron. Schwab. And like I get a phone there call and then a work yeah. gets shipped out. Or I mean, and I've, I've always been really, I've been like the most freakishly studious person when it comes to stuff like that. Like documentation of work. I learned that, like applying, to see that's the thing, applying to art school, especially art school a lot, like really focuses you in terms of documentation of your work because you live and die by your portfolio right if you don't have a good portfolio i don't care what your cv says you're not getting in yeah. so from right on all the way to grad school my portfolio was just polished because as soon as i finished making a work like it's still wet i'm throwing it on the scanner and scanning it in and it's on the website just mm-hmm. like everything is organized on the website the work that's going to the exhibition is on the website priced so that if someone sees it and thinks about it later they can go on and buy it yeah. and you just kind of it gets into a habit and it gets easier it's a and system. easier it's a system. like I have a show it's on my CV before I forget that I had the damn thing you know? yeah. and like a new board goes on back onto the CV because otherwise you know, it's interesting. you're struggling to remember yeah I never remember to draw an analogy look at the press kit for the films we do right yeah. like that's that's what allows them to get present like you present a proper press kit good behind the scene footage yeah. photos etc uh, CVs from all the actors uh, uh, statements uh, trailers all that stuff if it's put together properly 
Like, how would they not accept it, right? <laughs> Unless the movie's an actual piece of shit. Well, that's why I love websites, and that's what bugs me a lot about this Arts Council and whatever it did in the last two years. I'm not saying they didn't do anything. Wait, it did something? Oh, wow. Wait, whatever, like, whatever they did, it should have been fucking posted, promoted, yeah. state, like stated, because otherwise you'll get exactly what we yeah, just said. Yeah. Did they do anything? We don't know. Yeah, two years. Well, you know what? You know what, though? It, it, it does... Three, uh, isn't it? Fucking two. two? It's two. What? What? Yeah. I thought this whole thing no, was invented when Russell was appointed to. No, the, no, no, it was the, before the then. The Council started out of the closure piano, right? Like of the VPA yeah. program. Yeah. That like vibrancy culture week. day, I remember that because I, well, I remember they, them they announcing that they were going to do it, but I didn't think that, that was board. the actual start of it. Well, because Gary had approached the city about yeah. creating the Arts Council, right? Yeah. And he had done it a couple of times. And uh, when they, when we had sort of gotten wind that the Keanu was going to close VPA, Gary had approached the city again and, and got a few people together to talk about an arts council, sort of like an advocacy group, like, because yeah. there was no voice. There's nothing, yeah. You know, and we, when we were telling people in the community this might happen, people were like, there's no way, it's not going to happen. And, and then when it, it did happen, uh, the city sort of saw the gap that was created as a result Instantly, of it. Yeah. And uh, um, Gary was actually removed from the situation because they figured, well, advocacy, right? If we're gonna if we're gonna talk to Keanu about this art program, we can't have Gary on the board because it would create mm-hmm. like, collusion and a conflict yeah. of interest. And that's how he didn't end up on the appointed board in in that instance. So it was happening kind of at the same in the same yeah. sort of vein and time and then they ended up just taking the artist forum and making them the arts council but I mean <laughs> like, that, yeah, yeah. they basically said uh, who can we contact those guys <laughs> and yeah. it was just like artists for, I, I've heard about it overnight all of a sudden no we have an arts council do you know a guy named Ken Chapman I'm like who Yeah. and then I called Ken up I didn't know him I just found him online and said um, I don't know who you are but you're going to have a great effect on my life so we should have beer yeah He's like, sweet, let's go to the Legion. So we went to the Legion, had a hot turkey sandwich, drank beer, and we had a great time. Yeah, Ken's a good guy. Yeah, like, and so now every time he comes in town, we go to the Legion, have a hot uh, turkey disapp- sandwich. I'm uh, disappointed when the, the Oil Sands Developers Group, because he doesn't come up much anymore, I don't think. So. Oh, he's up constantly. Is he? I just avoided my calls in that fucker. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like he's coming up Tuesday. We're have lunch. Nice. Uh, but I mean, like uh, on the, in that same circle, I mean, the fact the lack thereof actually created a bit of a vacuum, which actually formed the YMMFMA as well. Like we 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 founded that association based on the fact that we're like, well, the Keanu Theater Department or the Keanu Visual Arts Department's been all but like. It's interesting because we got a whiff of that before it got shut down. Remember the first Alex. film festival. Was uh, where Alex won, and we met Gary for the first time. And it's so funny too, because because uh, uh, we were just meeting everyone coming in, and they were paying for their tickets. And Gary comes, Gary just like out of nowhere comes around the back and just goes in. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? Yeah, that's Gary. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he didn't say, he's like, I'm just going to use my Sense key. Ownership. Like, yeah. uh, you got a key? Yeah, and I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Some senile guys just yeah, wandering around, wandering around, opening doors. But but yeah, but but and and like the the lab is still there though, like it's right across the recital there. theater. Everything's there's like there. a lab with a bunch of IMAX. Dude, we walk around and every the, time I'm there. I'm like, it's never been. Used. We walk around the Earth it Center. Years. It's I know uh, there's a photo course. There's a photo course, but there's something uh, lab time that's done in partnership with. Comp is there not? Not not this year. Not this year because we don't have a position. So there, Jenny used to look after the tech position when the yeah. when the high school came over to make sure the kids didn't take anything. Um, <laughs> and so I, I, there's Smart no idea. tech anymore. No tech positions. Oh, okay. Those are monitoring positions. So we. So what does Jenny have, do now? Uh, she works at the theater. I think still. I see her at the theater. Which she do and stuff like oh, that. Okay. Yeah, Which they took away tech? my my lab tech position. Oh. So. 
so that's so there's no community yeah. access to it because you still need someone to maintain and look after and update and all of that stuff. So there's got to be a form updates. of control, right? So. Well, I mean, yeah, like that costs Don't a lot of money sitting in there, right? So <laughs> so it's just right now the conservatory runs a digital photography course. Who teaches that? I don't know. Do you know how many times I get asked? I know. <laughs> like I know it's because oh, every time I'm they ask so me, so excited, I'm going to be do taking a digital, digital photography course. Sure. So I'm like, oh, good for you. Oh. Well, what are you going to teach us? I don't fucking have anything to do with that. <laughs> well, it's no. okay. Well, and there was always that misconception the conservatory was somehow dealt with by faculty, and it's like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like, like, they use our stuff. So who's That's running the madhouse? Well, we have a new conservatory coordinator, Kizzy, who's Kizzy, yeah. fantastic. Because that was Beamish's old job, right? Yeah, yeah Beamish is in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. So um, now we have Kizzy. <laughs> I had something, and I can't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it, it just feels like, uh, well, I mean, there's also that photography society here, right? Yeah, they got a ton of members, don't they? <laughs> don't they have like some crazy record? From what I hear, they've got like... Don't a, ask me. I've, I've, I, I, from what I hear, they've got like a big Facebook group. I've never... Because yeah, Christian, I went to Christian Villasilio was telling me about that. He's like, he went, I think he was a member for a year and then left. And he said there was like a huge membership. I well, went, when I first got hired at Keanu and I moved here... Um, the uh, one of the electricians at Keanu Zorn, he's a, a amateur photographer. Yeah, he's really he's, active. He's in. really into it, and uh, so he got talking to me one day, and he said, "Oh yeah, he says we have the Fort McMurray Photographers Association or or Fort McMurray Phil- Photographers Group, something like that club, mm-hmm. um, and it's here in the Bob Lamb Building." Great. I'm like, "Awesome!" He's like, "So come by and uh, and and participate." And I'm like, "Okay." So I went for one meeting, and I just never went back. Yeah, I didn't. I'm not. Or was it just? Um, I don't know. It's like a, I really don't want to speak ill of anybody, because everyone wants something different from an association. But this, uh, the people who are running this, this was five years ago. Um, who are running it? It was like people would bring in photos that they took, and we would put them up on the screen. But you weren't allowed to critique it. What would you do? Say how nice it was. <sighs> And I'm just staring and joy. I would have got up and left. I'm, I'm one of these people. <laughs> yeah, I, but I understand, especially when you're dealing with people that are just getting their feet the wet. makes it look old time. Yeah, just trying yeah. to get into it. You know, their feelings can get hurt really too. easily. So I can understand why they had that kind of rule, and it was like yeah. you couldn't. But I come. That was a I've rule. Like yeah. you could not provide no, was, we, feedback. We were given a list on a, on a piece of paper on this is how you're allowed to comment on it, and you can't. Be critical. You can't comment that anything is wrong or improper. Ugh. You can't. Constructive criticism is one thing. But uh, yeah, and I'm like, listen, I've been doing at that North point. Korea. I've been doing this for like 12 years professionally, 11 years professionally, and I was like, trust me, you're not going to get any better <laughs> if you can't <laughs> that's accept why criticism. I'm not from a member of any guild or more, association so. or forum in town yeah. because, like, I, I probably would be kicked out. I was kicked out of the Potter's Guild. <laughs> well, that, that was, that like was a, a good solid oh, year. I, I, it, <laughs> that was like a missed opportunity for like a marijuana <laughs> joke there too. Yes, yeah, yeah. Potter, Potter. You know, like ceramic. Was, well, what? I thought there was a Potter. <laughs> well, it took me two years. Color, <laughs> it took me two years to become a member because they didn't clay. think I was professional enough. Like they said, well, you have to go through these different steps in order to become a member, and I was like, <laughs> and I have a little anarchist streak running through me so I was like screw you guys 
And then Kevin wanted to take a pottery class. <laughs> My husband was like, that would be fun. I could make skull cups. I'm like, sweet. So we joined the, the, a class, and then I ended up, no one knew who I was. I was like, this is great. I can quietly make stuff in the corner, and no one will ask me to teach a course. And then it lasted for about three months, and then someone got whiffed that I taught, and then before you know it, they're like, can you teach this? Can you teach these courses? Can you? Yeah. And it just ended up becoming another teaching scenario for me, yeah. and it's like, I just want to go make some stuff. Can you leave me alone? Like, yeah. don't talk to me. I'm not here to drink wine and talk about your kids with you. Like, I'm here to go make some art in the corner by myself. <laughs> so antisocial. I am very antisocial. What's wrong Artists. Like, visual artists, I'm telling you. It's a solitary craft. But... It lasted about a year, and then they started making rules that basically singled my work out. Like, you can't make your own glazes, but the only glazes they had were blue. And I was doing, like, experimental raccoon But did they give give a reason why you couldn't use... Uh, Because they said I could poison people (laughs) if I... If I made a glaze that People wasn't will safe die. and I sold it, and even though I told them, like, I'm not selling any of my crap here, like, I'm yeah. going to go show it in a gallery. Let me poison myself. They said, no, no, and then they canceled the g- and then it just kind of got so weirder and weirder. Ways to get yeah, it was, like, really hilarious. It was, like, these, these <laughs> you know, these women. And, and finally, I just, like, couldn't take it anymore, and I just, I don't know, handed in my key and bought my own kiln. <laughs> there you <laughs> just, go. Like, Tend to pretty stand. That makes me feel better about what we're doing. (laughs) Well, and it's, I mean, the Potter's Guild has been around since time immemorial in this town. They're not represented on the outskirts. Like, none of them show any interest in the development. I mean, they got what they wanted by getting their own place rebuilt in Casman Center. Like, they don't need to involve themselves. No, fucking. (laughs) Like, they get their own building, their own room, and they're staying really quiet because they realize that there's a lot of air. A whole bunch of fucking. The Casman Center just went through council for uh, for a bunch of redevelopments, and they specifically said that everything gets upgraded with the fucking pottery place. I know. I was just like, wow. And they get AFA granting. Like, they get quite a bit of AFA. They're one of the only places in town that receive an operational grant from AFA. Really? An operational grant? Yeah, you can apply for operational grants. That was going to be. My next comment about the type of grants that we should be going for off the get go. Yeah, like yeah. operational yeah. grants are good for places. Doesn't like uh, the or didn't events Wood Buffalo also have one of those? Probably. I it's a pretty standard AFA, AFA Like you can get stuff. granting for positions, so mm-hmm. like to pay for someone to look after your place, yeah. like uh, to or at least off the funds of that. Of it, yeah. And so Potter's Guild gets AFA grants to run or off, like offset the cost, but it doesn't cover the cost of that. So place. they don't have full time mm-hmm. pottery. No, they don't have any. It's all done by volunteer. Pottery no. no, it would probably be called that. I was going to say, I don't know what the title technician, probably. I'm not sure. Um, Fabo was really good at, at doing, like, the constructive criticism. They would have, like... Um, uh, I want to do this. What it is, it's, like, basically, filmmakers will submit their films, and they will have, like, their panel or whatever, mm-hmm. and they'll come in, and... It, like, basically, the you, the panel is allowed to criticize the film, but it always has to be like, you know, the compliment sandwich, right? So it's like, you did this right, you did this wrong, this is what you could do next time or yeah. whatever, right? So, But the idea was that the filmmaker also had to allow themselves. Like, the, it, it's, it's interesting because I, I remember when we, uh, I, I did a, a movie back around 2008, 2009, and we submitted it for it, and they, they were totally cool. And they, they, like, they basically, well, this is like fundamentally the writing needs work. And I was like, oh, cool. And it's it's weird because back then, and even now, right? Like, you, you get sensitive about your work, but, I'm, you know, you grit your teeth and you're like, but you know what? Looking back on it, I'm like, that was so helpful because yeah. 
unless unless someone really kind of crushes you a little, yeah. you're not gonna learn shit. So. I get I get paid to do that. Yeah. Like, that's my day job. The college pays me <laughs> to, to give, give people, people shit. shit and criticism. I've had people cry like flat out in front of me over statements that I think really that's what did it. Like that's yeah. the thing that throws that's you over. That's like really. That's well, then I'll just leave these out. next three I've comments had, in my back pocket. I mean, and if any, like if art school, like when people say, "Oh, I don't need to go to school to be whatever," Fucking it's like right. if anything teaches yeah. you like how to get through this yeah. stuff is it is an instructor that walks up to your stuff and says it's like you know nothing about anything and walks away which happened to me <laughs> like second oh. year in art school she walked up to my piece that i spent 40 hours working on and said it's like you forgot everything you knew when you made this and then walked away like in front of an entire classroom of my peers and she was just like, like, you. like oh. and well, i think i waited for the crit went to the bathroom cried got drunk and then shook it off. Felt great. So, like, I can take a whole lot of, you know, and I, I don't take it personally anymore. Like, I've learned yeah, that it's and that's not exactly it. personal. And I, I know a lot of people have a hard time, you know, they throw so much into it and they think this somehow speaks to them. And but I think if, if I ever saw, if I ever met an artist who didn't give a fuck what anybody thought about what they did, yeah. I have no interest in their work. Hmm. Like, I think you have to be vested into what you've created. And if you're creating something that's to be shown to other people, like if you're just creating shit for yourself well, for your house, yeah, that's fine. I mean, you're not taking it out like, to get criticized anyway. No, exactly. But <laughs> if you're creating something that that the point is, you want to put this in the public space and everything. Well, yeah, like you create with viewer intent, so you know that exactly. your work is going yeah. to be publicly viewed, and so you ask questions of the work. What would a viewer think of this? And it's the yeah. ability to separate the. What's actual constructive criticism and someone that's being a troll? Yeah, but also yeah. there's the it, it, from the artist perspective, there's all those artists that are like, "Well, I don't give a shit what people think." Well, then people aren't going to give a shit about what you do about your work. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, well, yeah. then you don't put it out yeah. there. Yeah. Like, I want to clearly. You don't care about enough about your work to say that I'm I'm willing to put this in front of people. Well, then and, and you don't, you know, and in that sort of idea, like if you don't give a shit about what people think about your work, then you don't put your work out in the public sphere. Yeah, because exactly. then what's yeah. the point? Because I really yeah. want to do that. I really want to do that critique thing, but you know. The first one to do is going to have to be one of our films. Oh yeah, yeah. I like, think I was going to comment. Those things on. work awesome, but I think the key, especially when you're getting it rolling for the first couple of times, is you have to get somebody in, an outsider yeah, in. You need mm-hmm. that somebody respect, which is hard to. to I mean, you're not going to get Tarantino to show up and critique <laughs> films of Fort McMurray. But, oh really? But you know, <laughs> if you can, I'd be well, mighty. No, but it'd be really cool. If, you like need, you know how they have the speaker series, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like maybe if if there's an opportunity, to get someone from a speaker series, like Martha Stewart. <laughs> Just, <laughs> <laughs> did you did you hear about that whole thing about Instagram and Martha Stewart? No. So apparently Martha Stewart uh, is cooking at home and she's doing all these Instagrams of what she's cooking at home. Yeah. <laughs> I guess she's got the wrong filter on or whatever, but all of her food that she cooks at home looks like dog shit. Nice. <laughs> and people are like, what, what the filter fuck? Is that? But she's like, because she keeps using the dog flash, so like, she get, like, the food doesn't look yeah. good at all. Like, it doesn't look appetizing and stuff. This is but not a professional it, it, photo. Well, it's prep for the magazine. It's, it's hilarious, yeah. though, but she's like... Because she's renowned as being this amazing yeah. cook, but she'll like, oh, this is a salad that you know it's got a little some moussaka in it and stuff. Moussaka, <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like it, it literally looks like a, a bunch of spinach with like a can, like not even like <laughs> spread out like dog food on top of it, oh and, and just because of the way she shot the picture, right? Yeah. And people were like, oh, <laughs> well, like I like I'm getting ready for a show in March. And I, the person I get to come in and critique my work is Robin, who it's funny because she's in Edmonton. So we actually, I take photographs of stuff and we send it back and forth. We have a thing called the Artist 1-800 Hotline. 
So it's like artist psychic headline. So if I have a problem and I can't figure it out, like, should it be more blue? I just call Robin and be like, what do you think? And she has no idea what I'm talking about. And she'd be like, uh, more? <laughs> I'm like, right. More blue. And like, honestly, I know, she's right? like 100% correct. Like 100% of the time. Out of like the dozen or so times I've called her, really? she's been right on the money. Or she'll call me too. And she's like, I just, I can't get through this. I'm like, it's because there's no circles. More she's circles. like, brilliant. Yeah, she's like, you're right. I'm losing an organic quality that I've lost in the geometry of the piece. I'm like, that's, that's right. Much. And that's what I was exactly. you. your cadmium is too hot. She's like, how did you know the cadmium? All right, this is freaky. And like, it's gone to the point now where I don't even, I just, just call well, her here's, up. Here's I, what I wanted I to bring up. Robin. Well, I know, me What too. do you guys think we're going to experience for the Arts Council as uh, regards to criticism? I think you're going to get a lot of criticism off the bat for, because people aren't going to see immediate action. They're not going to see tons of money or tons of product. Well, you say why is no one paying for my painting, or why am I not getting paid to be a not, painter? Not or, down to that granular of a level, no. but I think people are, are really have high hopes that they want to see a lot of concrete. Yeah, because look at it this way: uh, two years ago, we had announcement of it's coming. Uh, a year ago, we got oh, we got an, uh, an interim executive director, and now we're like, you've just now gotten a board. So yeah. now, like, now like I know if if outside of looking in, you're just like, well, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that said, though, all we have to do is one thing, meeting, and we've, <laughs> we've done more. But with that meeting came a budget yeah. that yeah. everybody has yeah. seen, and now seen dollars, yeah. and that money ideally well, is going membership. to increase for next year. And then it's going to be like, okay, now there's dollars that I'm seeing, and I want to know where those dollars are going. Yeah. Where they're coming from, where so, they're going. Yeah. yeah so and, that's what and now there's now a membership that can actually hold the board to task, whereas exactly. that wasn't actually in the past. Just, like they before. weren't answerable to anybody. Mm. They could do whatever. They could sit around and drink wine around a table, and they didn't have to tell anyone anything. And that, <laughs> probably. What's that? <laughs> like, they did. Well, and you know, you didn't have to count <laughs> minutes. You could just sit around and like brainstorm. I don't know what that means, but, <laughs> you know, and, and come up with some really great ideas that actually have no action line involved with any of it. Like, I. I'm a member of boards that I know will actually produce action lines at the yeah. end of it. I hate sitting on boards that just end up being like Talk another session. brainstorm. Good meeting, guys. Oh, yeah. right. Come up with some really creative yeah. ideas about passion. No, action ideas. And I want to get up and I want to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't... I don't. that's what I want to see. Well, and there's a like, lot of that in the city. Like, yeah. shit, I swear every weekend I'm going to some culture conference, culture meeting, culture initiative. It's weird how people keep saying that there's nothing to do in this city. Oh, my too. God. Like, I, I actively avoid things, but I'm on a lot of mailing lists, apparently. So, <laughs> but, you know, and all that really comes of it is like a brainstorm session that yeah. produces that a no document that I actually to. don't see. Yeah. So, there's tons of great ideas in this town. I, but I, I will, follows up on I will, I will is, say uh, this, though. the That sex at sight thing. We moved on that, and I'm kind of I'm I'm rather proud on on the fact that we actually executed that because that was a brainstorm session. It was like a bunch of creative people were brought in, and it's like let's do this ad campaign for HIV North. It's like okay, cool, well, let's film it. Well, so it's it. like with the <laughs> with the farmers market. Like I approached the city with that oh, two to be three weekends. years ago or something, and it was me and a friend of mine, Andrea. She brought me in on the meeting. I don't know why, but we had some ideas. And you're like, you're thinking, in a lot of boards. Come over here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember why <laughs> or how hard. the meeting got. She's like, we have this setup. We have this meeting got Aaron. with the... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do I mean, it's fun. Got it. It's good to go. Yeah, like I, I tend, especially in rooms full of lots of people, I tend to just like sit there like a lump and just li- like try to take it all in and process it later. But she brought me in for this meeting for some reason, and I just sort of had a brief thinking of like what I think is missing. 
and I don't know why. That's when I met Chris, <laughs> and the City Center group had just sort of started. And I told him, like, you know, you, I think you guys are working at this backward. Like, look at what has already existed. I don't think you need to reinvent the wheel. Like, why don't we have a market? And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, look at this way. A large portion of our population is an immigrant population coming from places that have markets. Yep. How many times I've been in a superstore or a store going, it's lettuce. You eat it. And people are like, oh. <laughs> like, like, they don't know. Like, they just wander around. They've never been in an IGA. Yeah. They've never grocery shopped. And they have no idea how to do that. And yep. yet market culture is, is largely everywhere else outside of the developed world. That's yeah. very true. And so... And there's markets all across Canada yeah, as well. Yeah, it's like and across... So even yeah. the urbanites know what it is now. Yeah. It's not just like... The I love the one in Edmonton. It's an amazing one. Yeah. yeah, and they're everywhere. And so, you know, I told them, like, well, why don't we start with that? Like, start a farmer's market. And then you can look at it as cultural standpoint you can have a cultural component built in where people who are saying i don't have enough venues for my stuff that i make and then they can have a booth and then you can start like a cultural infrastructure that way mm -hmm. people can rent a, like there's a place in i think it's dublin or something where you can rent a storefront for anywhere from 24 hours to like a year wow. and you put your stuff in there and then you have a cash register you sell everything and then you take off yeah, you you can do whatever you want. And it's yeah. just like a storefront. And it came out of a downtown that was pretty much dead. There was all this empty yeah. storefront space. So artists is just like, I want to sell my crap. So, before I lose this, before I lose this, okay. in Ottawa, in the, so um, uh, what, what I was mentioning at the, the event, I used to be part of IFCO, which is the Independent Filmmakers mm -hmm. Co-op. And it was in, there's an art center building right downtown on the market. Um, and what they would do is they would give their storefront window because uh, they had a little shop there where they bought artist supplies and sketch yeah. pads and stuff like yeah. that. And they had a uh, mini gallery, like t like half the size of the one yeah. of the piano. But in the front of it was a big storefront area, but mm -hmm. maybe the size of your kitchen. But they would give that out to a different artist every yeah. two weeks. So oh. they could sell their way, whether yeah. it was pottery, knitting, anything. Painting. Whatever they could want. sell, like, yeah. jam. But it would like. rotate around for different artists. So while I was yeah. just thinking on that, that kind of ties back into that market feel. And that's also something I would like to see. Yeah. For whatever... I well, initially, we like when here. it was proposed to the city, like when I was telling them about it, they kind of laughed at me and were like, yeah, okay. And then about two weeks later, I get a phone call. Did you want to come back in and talk to us about that more? I'm yeah. like, well, just look at Farmer. Like, I'm not yeah. a genius Google here. Farmers this is like, I'm not some sort of like, you know, planning genius. Just look it up. So I had another meeting and I kind of proposed some ideas. And, and, <laughs> so I went. Well, it's because I go to like, people invite me to meetings and I go because I'm more curious. bring your own chair? I should. Sit at the front? I tend to sit in the back. Mostly in, in the like, try to avoid stairs. Meeting now. And I and they so I gave pitched the idea, and then they're like, okay, well we'll see if this ever happens. And then like two weeks later, I get another phone call, like another meeting, and then like and then we had some bylaw meetings, and then it got to a point where I told them like I don't want my name attached to this. Can you just like do it? Just do the stupid thing. Like just just run it. Like why do you need me? And like just maybe that's what they were, this maybe out. they're trying to court you to do it for. Them. No, I don't want to do it. And but then that's probably. It, and what then I just doing. sort of like backed away from the whole scenario, and then they actually started doing it which yeah. was surprised because I'm just like hmm. that's the first in town yeah I just like went in and went you guys should have this and they're like okay <laughs> sweet and then that's how the I farmers have it on the weekends though I know yeah, I don't Wednesday know what the dumb. heck Wednesday I'm not involved with anymore so don't complain to me yeah. <laughs> like, I, I get I get Wednesday <laughs> because like uh, shift work the way yeah. it works Wednesday is an ideal day dude yeah. that's just yeah. for we work man other sites are fucking way different than us right? oh really so, well fair yeah. enough but I mean like weekends would be awesome if yeah. you just like shut down that Friday place. Saturday yeah. Sunday yeah. you know normal well, fucking again, what's the infrastructure like when the city center wherever the hell it fucking gets built yeah. and, and all that actualizes and, and we have structures I'm sure there'll be a point where we'll be able to move 
stuff yeah. like this around and actually build. Because again, Morrison parking lot, really? Like yeah. it's. <laughs> is that where it was being held? Yeah. Oh, geez. Was, no, no. Two times. It was the Jubilee. It was in the, it was in the, yeah, the front of City Hall. Kind of, which is yeah, the Jubilee. first two times you guys had it, though, because I, I. You guys I, I had it. Yeah, see, look at me. <laughs> see, this is what I like, pull out. I yeah, tend to like. It's like a big kind of. What's happening here? What's happening? Just like, this, like <laughs> this harsh to go in Aaron's face. I just like this confused look that they took of her when she first entered. Just. I like doing things that actually result in like physical, tangible things, but I don't actually like my name being attached to any of that crap. We'll change that. that that's why I didn't want to do the Arts Council initially. I'm like, I don't want my phone to be ringing of endless artists in town going, where do I buy canvases? <laughs> like, yeah. it's just constant. Because I already I get, get it. I mean, being a piano, I'm the walk-to yeah. for artists. I mean, Russell asked me every day about something. And so I was just like, oh, my God, do I really want to put myself up for the endless... Yes, you do. And the answer was supplies. yes. <laughs> How do you get into a gallery? Do I want to lie to my like, husband like, again? No, like, <laughs> yes, I'm not actually doing At least you're not right collecting cats. I told him I was cheating on him. That's how I got here. <laughs> and he was like, okay, babe, as long as it's not another meeting or another <laughs> arts yeah, right another council. I love you, babe. We're good, we're good. Yeah. Stroke the ginger beard and I can't. As he, as he sips from his skull. <laughs> he probably is genuinely sipping from his skull. Right yeah. Uh, some final thoughts, guys. We're an hour and a half in. Jesus. Wow. That's good. Sorry, That's good. I yeah, I, no, I love Do we have any action yeah. items from this podcast? <laughs> any action? Any <laughs> follow-up meetings? there an meetings? agenda? I should have asked for one. No was, minutes like, were taken. Well, I guess motion. the recording is the minutes. It's recording. That's pretty much That's why I fucking would love the recording, so I can go minutes afterwards. I don't That's know. Like, That's my biggest... i just go back to the, what I said about criticism. Like That's one thing I find with the, with the Filmmaker Association is everyone's just like... Well, why are you doing this? It could be done this way, or it could be done this. Like I don't know. It, it's, again, it goes down to I'm, there's a big difference between constructive criticism and just fucking bullshit nagging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong in that? Well, I, I think I'm not saying we that's get a matter of the expertise you bring in. Like yeah, if someone's going to bring me in to critique their work, I approach it at a completely different angle than if someone walking in like and I train my students how to actually properly critique something. It's a long process. You, they put up their work and then they ask questions. And if they say something that is, like, dead end, like, oh, I really like it. What do you like about it? Mm. Oh, I like this. Why do you like that? And you just kind of have to train them. And then by the end, after second year, they're like... This why I like it. uh, That's interesting. That's a Six Six Sigma method, too, Mm. on, like, getting, like... Cut the fat and get down to five the Yeah, well, then it, yeah, it's. But you're horrible at your job. Well, no, you gotta be more specific. Yeah, like, crits in first year art school take days... You know, by the time you get to fourth year of grad school, it's like done in about 20 minutes because they can go, you know, it really reminds me of a Kandinsky painting. I think you should look at that stream of art. You know, I think your blue is dragging down your red tones and you're like, sweet, thanks. Otherwise, it tends to be emotive and people think that they have to attach feelings to it. And it's not, you know, you need to have actually a decent eye and be able to help them. That's the Mm. point, right? Like you're criticizing their work to help them, not to treat them like dicks not to be yeah exactly like when I think of criticism I always come back to every experience I've ever had in a museum you go to a museum and see pieces of artwork done by masters over centuries centuries ago 
and you'll still get someone go out there go, this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Are you insane? Do you have any idea the cultural relevance of... Uh, it's also the lack of understanding of, yeah. of, of if you're not educated in the discipline itself, you don't know what you're looking for. So it's really, like well, of fire. it becomes an uneducated... The National Gallery. Yeah, I have to explain that to everyone. The what? The, no, I've stood in front of that painting yeah. and said, eh, it wasn't worth it. Oh. <laughs> See, and <laughs> what painting are we doing? How long do we have left on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, but it's um, before I rape Sean here in front of me. Um, if you don't, if you think, if you don't think of it in terms of okay, this piece is, you know, in contemporary context, I look at it and I go, you know, based on what I know of contemporary art right now, this thing is not really doing for me. If you take it out of the context within which it was created, which was in the in the sixties, mm-hmm. when abstract expressionism was. You know the mainstream art at the time, and it came out of a Second World War where everyone felt figurative work was just dead because mm-hmm. the atrocities that mankind have done. We cannot deal with realism anymore. We have to deal with uh, abstract sense of self, and abstract painting came out of that. And those Barnett Newman who created, I think that painting was the Pillar of Fire. Um, it came out of a biblical reference of the pillars of fire that God sent to wipe out mankind, which were largely the same thing that happened in his mind in the Second World War. It was the thing that took out mankind. And that was the context for the painting. So you understand the context, you yeah. can kind of see what that meant. That and the government spent, oh God, how many million on it? 16, I want to say. Off the top and I think it's worth like 200 million now. It's one of the best investments the government has ever at made. At the time. Well, yeah, at the time. Made, but like if you're looking at was, it now, the it's like... The Baker was simply about the money, yeah. which people come back love how we go full circle mm-hmm. to the other podcast don't associate value to art yeah they don't and yet at the same time it was one of the best investments the canadian government yeah. ever made okay now. let me so, throw in just a be devil's advocate i me and tito had this conversation before don't bring me into your pick <laughs> i'm, I'm not sorry associated I... with you <laughs> the uh like i'm just getting to know like technical aspects of filmmaking now but as a viewer I don't care, like, do, should, okay, I'll, I'll structure it a bit differently. Should I care how a film was made for me to enjoy it? No. No. But it will allow you to enjoy it in a different level if you do. So, if, it, so, if it's, it, so if it's, it's made at that higher level. Yeah. 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 So if it's, no, because I know we've had this conversation. That's true, that's a good point. Yeah. We have this conversation before where, like, I think when you make movies, definitely certain aspects of it are certain films. You do you are you going for the general audience? Or are you trying to go for the filmmaking crowd? You just, you, you're trying to just wow people that know what you're doing technically wise, or are you just trying to go for a good story? Or? It comes right back to the artist. Every piece of art, I think, is the artist, and artists at different periods in their career are outputting different. I don't want to say qualities or caliber of art, but it, it changes over time. If you if you were to stick with the filmmaking aspect, you look at Ron Howard's first movie, Grand Theft Auto, which I bought verbatim because I knew it was Ron Howard. Yeah. And uh, it's not that great of a movie. It's a good movie. It's enjoyable. I've watched it a dozen times. But it's not a great movie. And this guy is a master of storytelling right now. But this is where he started from. So do it, do it. And that's what I mean. Like it's it, context. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if I if I didn't have any involvement in filmmaking, if I had never fallen in love with making visual storytelling yep. you know started with video but started, yeah like if I was just just somebody who just enjoyed watching movies I have friends it's like it, it, you can equate that to anything like sports like uh, do I give a shit that car number three cross the line fuck yeah because the guy who knows it says that guy fought all year he lost his sponsorship Kay. he Good. did all this Good so example. The, to the one that has Good all example. the knowledge yeah 
the, these feats become Hockey, even yeah. more. No, no, it was a good example. Than if someone knows what the fuck he's talking, well, no, about. So I have no that, idea what he's talking no, about. I'm like, oh, excellent example. That's, well, no, that's no sports reference. Coming back to going back to Pillars of Fire. You just did it with Pillars of Fire. Yeah. So I've I. Literally love art. Been around it my whole life. My mother's a painter. I've always been around it, but I've never. I didn't go to school for it. No, I, I didn't know that entire backstory to Pillars of Fire at all. All I knew was it was the front page <laughs> of, the Ottawa, of the Ottawa Citizen. Yeah, Ottawa, cause, cause cause I'm from Ottawa. It, yeah. We just paid how much for a fucking painting? Yeah, and Thanks. my level of knowledge precludes me from enjoying that piece of work for how important and yeah. how good it is. It really scares me about modern cinema is that uh, there's a. Uh, there's a lack of appreciation for pacing these days. You watch a movie now, and things are they're happening so quickly. Yeah, you think you can't leave for a pee break? I've noticed even that. Even for fucking movies like, like like never uh, like, everything. The most recent <laughs> Hobbit movie. Yeah, it's three hours, but a lot of shit happens in those three hours, right? And let's rewind back twenty years ago, movies like The Godfather, where they spent an hour on that wedding scene. Yeah. It's really, but it's really good. Yeah. And if you understand that, it's all about like family or whatever right like that pacing makes sense but for a modern viewer someone that's been raised in this generation of film to go back and watch a movie like The Godfather they're going be like well exactly yeah. and, and I, I, I know so many uh, filmmakers that they'll just, I don't know what was the big deal about that right but and, you know yeah. why to me it's because filmmakers manipulate the audience hmm? that's what we do so we manipulate them to get our story across by pacing by, by yeah. tempo, by the sound, by the audio and the soundtrack. There's a million different tricks and techniques we use to get what I'm feeling, what I want the audience yeah, to feel. Yeah, I think that's true for them. every art. It is. It oh, is, it's, but... It, but it's communication. But, but the like, problem is, is the more people get... It's just like stimulation. Exactly. The more people yeah. get used a to it... A marketable More story. people... Yeah. Have Plus, to, you have to raise the bar and keep raising the bar. And there's also that whole thing about the fact that the, the tools or the, the, the disciplines have gotten better over the years, yeah. too. A slicker. And, I and, know yeah, yeah, a little slicker. No, and, exactly, and, yeah. Uh, slicker. That's what I want to ask you about, Aaron. How do you feel about digital art now? Then, like digital art is 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 becoming in its own its own kind of like yeah. art, art form. Photoshop digital art, so just like things that are done on yeah on the computer on the computer. Yeah, or, or, or is yeah. it solely created on the computer, or is yeah. it like scanned? Or, or maybe multimedia, so it's like Robin, or it stuff. could be multimedia where, where where something's like half analog and half digital and create mm-hmm. to create something entirely. Well, it depends. New. I wouldn't call that. If something is scanned in and slightly manipulated online, I don't consider that digital work because it exists in a different in a different way. What would you call it? <sighs> I almost Cross. call it like a collage of some sort yeah. or like multimedia because it exists in another realm. Digital art is specifically created and manifests solely on, in the digital realm. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to create something off Photoshop, you're solely created on Photoshop. You're not scanning in parts and then assembling mm-hmm. it in Photoshop. Or drawing it on one of those special scanners because you're still drawing the Photoshop. Yeah, like if it's yeah. created on Photoshop, like Robin Smithbeck, her work is done solely online digitally. Like it, there, it doesn't exist in any other realm. And then she prints it off on uh, the archival printer, like the Epson printer. Mm-hmm. And that's totally legit. <laughs> like I don't, just I don't form. knock her. Well, it's a new form of printmaking. Printmaking yeah. in, in general is just, you know, a translation of medium. It's gone through. I don't even know. It's been around forever. It's one of the oldest. Do you know that got alive. that got the invention of the millennium? Yeah, like it is. when Time Magazine, Gutenberg, the printing pro- the press, the press is yeah. like. Without it, we would not. Printmaking saves the world. And Robin can tell you this entire thing. Like you bring her on here, she will What's give Robin's you an entire name? Smith Peck. 
Okay. She taught printmaking and digital media at, ah. at Keanu. She She's there awesome. For a long time. Well, here's the opening. Oh, your mind. She has a breath. No. But, but you get in, you get into say for example three three D digital imaging like you, you know you see it in movies all the time mm-hmm. now right. But a lot of people are now considering that kind of like it's the equivalent of doing kind of like something like a Van Gogh and the amount of detail and and time that it would take to create these sort of images or characters or whatever right. And mm-hmm. but the thing is like. What I guess that going back to the analogy of how filmmaking itself is becoming more slick, mm-hmm. is art itself also becoming more slick? And by that measure, it, uh, you were saying progression of the artist. Do we now measure this on its own kind of progression, or do we compare it to? The yeah, but think stuff, about the huge right? milestone with Disney. They don't make fucking cell tabs or cell text anymore, or cell text cell tabs animation anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's all done on the computer. Like yeah. to me, that's a huge fucking. That's a, you look at Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs compared to not even a Why, whatever comes. Why down. they use the technology they had at the time to to create yeah, animation? They're creating a product. They don't the need. They don't need to animation. draw on fucking cells anymore. Yeah. They can well, no, no, I know, but I'm just saying that's two very like you could you didn't have the same animators from yeah. cells transfer where well, you might have you had. did well, you did but you know what I'm saying it's two very stop different stop me from getting a fucking job so I know exactly who they hired <laughs> well, really? yeah I interviewed with Disney three <laughs> yeah, times so yeah so I think you told us yeah, that. No. Yeah. But, uh, but to me that you're talking about technology versus art mm. so and everything from painting you have synthetic brushes in painting now oh prime example I'm working on for the exhibition I'm doing in March it's an it's like drawing sharp burnt stick on flat wood like it couldn't be any more analog <laughs> like drawing has not moved beyond burning shit yeah. and throwing it on the walls since no, the caveman. The only way to but make it more authentic would have been but like, like it's honestly fire one to of the most, Literally. <laughs> I use can't like I sometimes have a lamp and I'm sitting yeah. in the dark but like it couldn't be any less technical but I still take photographs digitally yeah. of source material and then I spent all morning on Photoshop like adjusting stuff and going through preliminary sketches on Photoshop yeah. and I'm like why wouldn't anyone do this? Like, See, <laughs> like I, I don't preliminary this- sketch I do it all the pre-work on Photoshop edit yeah. adjust contrast print it off and then I go back to analog again. It's I just bring it back to the value the, val- the problem I find um, is that people with the lack of value of the arts is people always are going to remain technology is basically an improvement. It's just a tool. It is. Yeah, but because of the immediacy of the tool, because a dishwasher, a bad fucking example. Yeah. So oh microwave. <laughs> so. <laughs> Quick, what's in the, the kitchen? What are we looking around at right now? The guy who invented the dishwasher? That's my life's work. Oh my God. Damn. No, but say uh, a microwave. So like, here's a technology that was invented and that makes our lives easier. Anything from automatic coffee maker to uh, a barista making coffee, we're going to value what takes more time. We still put a huge amount of value on time. So if, as a painter, I look at your work and like, wow, like uh, people, again, I and I get this in photography, how many hours does it take for you to paint yeah. that? And that's, <laughs> that's to them the is associated yeah. to the time that this person had to invest. Oh, this table was handcrafted. The guy spent 300 hours to make it. Yeah. Oh, it came out of a box from fucking Korea. <laughs> so we, we a have a whole different value. Together. Right. So yeah. it's, I find this is a problem 
this is an issue we have to address as artists in in the message that we use to sell the value of artwork of yeah. art whether what whatever form it is is that the value isn't associated to the tools used to create it but in the the time invested yeah. by the artist to learn their craft that's that's the 10,000 hours to. my friend exactly. yeah. that's what it comes back to yeah <laughs> thank you Milton so, Gladwell <laughs> <laughs> That was a great talk, by the way. It was. That's a good one. But that's was what that, I mean. Was uh, so, that TEDx this last year? Or what? No. It was no. a speaker series. That was a long time was ago. Was it? No. But so, We've talked about that before. Because I know digital artists, guys who literally will work in Photoshop for 300 hours and make these. Um, when I used to work for Corel, we used to have the contest that somebody could create an illustration with Corel. It's all vector artwork. Um it would go on the box on the front of the box when we sold it. Oh, you're telling and, us yeah, and we have these brilliant artists would create just masterpiece. You would say it looks like a photograph. It was so detailed. And people would say, "Oh, it's just it's an illustration. It's a Photoshop. It's off a computer, so it's not worth anything." Bullshit. Like, dude, this guy spent 200 hours to make this, and I defy you. Yeah, but a lot of the time, I always wonder, like, should you have? <laughs> should I have spent 200 hours creating that? No, thing? that's opinion. Like a lot, of, like that's well, with students, opinion, I think right? you know they rely so heavily on technology because they know it better and they're slicker. They're with raised it. in it, yeah. and. And, and yet they'll spend forever working on something on Photoshop. I'm like, I can whip that off with some crayons faster than it took yeah. you to turn your computer on. It, yeah. you know, you know, and yet you're just spending it on a computer because that's what they know and the tool this they understand. Like, I can me. whip that sucker yeah. off. This is the story that I told them last time. So when I took computer animation and I went to L.A. at a big uh, fest, uh, employment fair, like Seagraph, a big trade mm. show, I went to get a job. And I interviewed with a bunch of different companies and Disney was one of them. And I got to go back twice I met with three different people and I always came back to the same thing oh your computer stuff's all great but we don't give a shit about that yeah, can you sketch me we your can idea train anybody yeah and yeah. they said we want to know yeah. your life drawing skills like how good you can oh, that draw was because you attitude. can't that's everyone's attitude in art. But, it, but it's true, though, because yeah. the bottom line is it's true. If I had, like that. If I had invested like those two years in my life drawing skills, they would have hired me yeah. and just trained me on the software Yeah, because in the end, when you're meeting with a client and they're trying to explain an idea to you, and you're like, so tomorrow I'll bring you a sketch. Yeah. Like, you know, like you need to whip out your sketch pad and like give them the, yeah. the mock-up of the thing they're talking about. Like architects use that if they need to change something in front of the client. Like, okay, well, you want this to be bigger or smaller. Mm-hmm. You still need to be able to have, be able to do that. So no matter yeah. how slick your CAD skills are, like, congratulations, boy, you should have spent it on a sketch pad on your couch. Mm-hmm. Probably would have been more fruitful. Exactly. Because that, that's a 10,000 hours thing. So that yeah. just takes as long as it takes to be good at. And it's something that you don't lose. No. Well... <laughs> Not the same rate. If I haven't drawn for a little while, it takes me. Like I get a yeah. little. Yeah, rusty. but even even rusty for you would probably be above yeah. average for anyone else, right? Yeah, I'm really good. It, it's, it just, <laughs> it just <laughs> humbles too. Yeah, it just reminded me of. I stopped being modest about that a while ago. It's just like YouTube yeah, comments on a lot of. Remember, we were going through the Arkham Rising YouTube comments, yeah. and, and that that like as soon as you started saying taste, right? Yeah. It's because it was notorious. Someone would be like, "Well, this movie, shit." And then someone would be like, well, let's see you do something better. And then it'd be like fucking a full right, thread of be like, why do I need to fucking learn filmmaking in order to have a taste on a movie? Which the fucking troller has a point, right? And anyway, you just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Well, the, thing, the, the problem with digital tools, too, is they kind of lie to you. Um, uh, one, of the, one of the great examples of that is uh, color. Uh, for, for like if you're color correcting a, a movie or if you're even working in Photoshop or whatever, depending on the display screen that you're working on, your colors... 
They, 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 yeah, they can be complete. You need a calibrated CRT, mm-hmm. whatever. Unless you learn how to like uh, properly read vectorscopes and all that stuff, yeah. you're you're only you know you you'll print it out and you're like oh that that red is off or whatever and yeah. whatever. So the I think there's there's kind of a, a lot of people don't understand that, and a lot of people like you were saying, a lot of people instead of the time that it took to do something, they'll just go for the Ikea. It's like, oh, it looks great when I post it on Facebook, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like... it's like Martha Stewart uh, showed those pictures were awesome. <laughs> it's like people just doing social media instead of actually marketing and promotions. It's like they think... Sorry, Sean, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> but, like, you know, they become social media gurus and they think they're marketing and promotions people. It's like because I do... Not, I have a Twitter yeah. and Facebook account. It's like... That's oh my god, marketing. it's so not even close to marketing. And you're right that it's not, you're completely right that it's not associated with marketing, but there's companies now paying fucking full time positions. Yeah, it's a different job. Like Think that. of it that way. Social media is a different job. Marketing Another and communication. Aspect. But also Another that, aspect. the jobs you're talking about, they're lies. They're cheats to sell money, yeah. is what they are. Oh, I know. Because it's not actually. But that still marketing. blows my mind, though, yeah. where people actually have a full time person that just monitors Facebook yeah, and Twitter. Yeah, it'll be dead in like, it's a job that'll be gone in like five years. Because the MySpace, my, which, which the MySpace guy is all the social media up. job. Oh, I don't think so. I think so it'll because any platform will be able change. to do it, and it'll just change. T- television is dead right now. The revenues are at an all-time low. Print's dead. Everything's dying. The only place Egon was right. The, the only place that <laughs> advertisers right now are moving to is, the web. is is web, and then the web advertising is dropping, and now everybody's moving mobile, mobile, mobile. It's no, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think social media is going to die. Yeah, I think but that that is the person being like yeah. a job, like I'm a. Social media expert. Just, like, it'll eventually get automated game. as well. It's yeah. like it's just going to be another. You make cat. one spam message and it'll just like. Just yeah, like well, right now it's at noon, some, at so some they point, still need someone to teach when people. When a company it. comes up with a decent enough solution to help you automatically manage mm-hmm. how you effectively communicate with social media, for sure. Yeah. But as of right now, right now, there's a lot of people whose job is social media, and they're just there to post shit on Facebook, oh, and that's. I agree. I think that job will disappear quickly because yeah. there's no value in that there's job. There's no value. But actually, somebody who understands social media and builds... Yeah, like, that is a marketing actual, communication exactly, person. Yeah, they went to school. A social marketing and plan. And how, yeah, that's different. It's not just like, oh, I, I went think, to this thing. I don't think that send. job's going anywhere. I think no. that job's going to get more important. It still just shocks me that people actually... People are paying someone money to teach them Twitter. I know. I'm shocked. Well, come, there's guys in Russia right now designing bots to give you automatic views on your videos yeah. and automatic clicks on your yeah. ads. Yeah, like it's all stuff like that. The value of it is going YouTube to took that out yeah. too. Well, actually, the, uh, on that same note, uh, there's been an advent over the last 30 days with uh, YouTube as well as like, yeah, they took them out. the internet as well. No, what's happened is like uh, content ID systems and all that stuff. So the internet is there's a rain around the internet that's happening. It's not as free as it used to be. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, you'll watch something on YouTube or what have you and you still you're starting to get commercials like you would on television because yeah. television is no longer uh, it's the only place viable. they can put them yeah yeah so you're just like oh well this and it's only gonna be a matter of time before people are like well this shit is it. done <laughs> like the internet is done like I'm not saying that the internet is gonna go away I'm just saying that people will stop and get those YouTube videos right into my skull <laughs> well no it's just like people will, will look to that next frontier where no one's paved that path again right so well I think sure it's only a matter of time when you look at something well when you look at something like Hulu Mm-hmm. Compared to Netflix, Netflix posts no advertising. Mm-hmm. Hulu is paid for by advertising unless you pay for Hulu Plus. Mm-hmm. And even then, I think that you get some ads sporadically. So people are making their choice with their viewing, where they're going to go to watch. And what's happening is, unfortunately, the businesses in the back end will fight for content. And they think content is what's going to lead people. So in the end, if you really want to watch Sons of Anarchy and Netflix doesn't have it, you'll put up with the fucking ads and go see it on Hulu. Exactly. And therefore you get a content war that gets bought 
by actual advertising companies so they can yeah. put up their ads. They'll push for the content and then a market great and advertising, drops. man. That's yeah. the whole reason why yeah. you get yeah. companies paying twenty million dollars well, just to have their fucking that. name attached to an arena. Yeah. yeah. And why? And as you own arena, why wouldn't you accept that? You want to give me oh, money just really to have a logo? That much for it. The oh, yeah. arena it depends on them. Oh yeah, it depends on. I guess it depends. Well, Casman Center was what one hundred and fifty thousand. What was that? The uh, deal for Casman Center? Just shy of a million. Yeah. It's not a lot. A million for I think it's a eight years. So fifteen year deal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, it was it was it a long term. It worked out to something like one hundred. Yeah. So then it, years. It, it, yeah, yeah. After that, it's no longer the Casman Center. It's up for well, renewal. Well, no, then it's... It, it could, becomes it could be renewed or it could, Yeah, it's like... Bowl a, of hockey. The Scotiabank place in... Hi, Aaron Schwab, Farmer's Market. <laughs> well, I, I don't know anything about sports. I married my husband solely because he didn't watch sports and didn't like him at all. Solely? So, yeah, he's like, the he, like, he hates it. He, can't, he switched jobs because he couldn't handle the hockey talk. Oh, really? Around the table, yeah. He just like couldn't handle it and he like quit. And he's like, I can't go back. Like, all they talk about is hockey. It's so stupid. So, you know, I can't say anything, but like in terms of like even Shell place going in downtown mm-hmm. i think with the name attached to people assume that shell's actually flipping the bill for that sucker no. it's like no we're all are they so, just gave him a shit ton of money they just gave him some money like yeah. i don't even know it was like the was naming rights ton. was it a shit ton yeah. like what 10 percent? what do you consider a shit ton to be i believe it was three percent no it was a 10-year deal and it's not a percentage it's an actual dollar figure like it's just well yeah dollar figure attached to a percent fair enough overall. okay it's uh, i believe what was it, it was a 10-year deal mm-hmm. i want to say five no it was more than that was I it? thought it was 15. I didn't think it was above 10. Anyway, oh, really? 10 million. Absolutely. That's not that much. So I'm going to get with your iPhones. <laughs> Searching, Googling. All I'm but saying how, what's is the, that... What's the construction bill for Shell Place? Just, just No, no, just Shell. Just the Shell. Yeah. Oh, just... The Shell Stadium or whatever the hell. Well, no, Shell Place is the entire expansion. Shell Parking Lot? No. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone well, will probably what, be so much happier with that. It's, it's the fucking Syncrude Aquatic Center yeah. inside the Suncor Community Leisure Center. Yeah, with yeah. Shell Place outside. With Shell Place is the expansion. Yeah. I don't know. Just yeah, the, they did. The name everyone sits there and bitches about the fucking names, but it's like if you fucking own Fight Club was so I, if you if you bitch about the names, I've never heard anybody. When Rogers Place got announced for Edmonton, fucking my Twitter was filled. For why? That's what I don't get. I'm yeah. like, if you own that new arena in Edmonton, and the first person that said, here's $100 million for 20 no. d- for 20 years, yes, give me that fucking me that money. money. Yeah, I, I think that's just people not being educated on naming mm. rights and what that actually means in terms of it's like, a friggin- fiscally. It's another form of advertising. People, uh, people not appreciating the history and the work that went into putting the name on that. <laughs> well, what's that, what's that movie called? <laughs> Context. What's that movie called? It's Howard Packard Presents... Oh, um, the greatest movie ever sold. Yes, ever yes. sold, pr- sponsored by. It's it's yeah. the whole yeah, yeah. fucking list it's of a it. It's Spurlock right? there. Yeah, that's yeah. actually a pretty decent documentary. It is. It's really yeah. good, but it also shows the value that that advertisers will put on meaningful use of messaging. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's what I think some artists have to get their heads wrapped around. Like, no, you don't want to paint something and put a fucking logo in it. Obviously yeah. not. But there's other ways of where you present your work. What you know. There's Actually, lots of options. There's there. also a lot of misconception where people think, well, we need to get shit cleared if we're going to put in a movie. Actually, the law is very specific about as long as you're using it for what it's meant to be, yeah. you can have Coca Cola or Pepsi in Logo-rama. your Logo Rama. You just don't want yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. 
Logo Rama, all those fucking you know, logos because they didn't use them for yeah. fucking the student loans short that I filmed two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah, fucking Pepsi cups in every yeah. single shot because that's what we had Before, in the what's more called student loans. You just had it, <laughs> just had it and, around. No, it was like Cameron. I was like, <laughs> fuck, I forgot red soda cups. So yeah, oh, Pepsi's uh, fucking. You know, actually, yeah, someone made a comment. On, someone made a comment on Facebook where they're like, I'm oh, sure Pepsi's gonna come down hard. They were full of coke. Yeah. Um, all right, almost two hours in. Final thoughts, Aaron. I'm supposed to have final thoughts? Sure, why not? Yeah. Do you have any final you thoughts? Get the fucking it's on the agenda. <laughs> yeah, I didn't read the agenda. It wasn't given to me within the 21 days. <laughs> Someone final, has to ask me a question. Final I got, like, thoughts on I don't make statements. Arts Council. Final thoughts on it? About it. Yeah, it's over. It's done. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't... That's I, you, know, mean, like, I, I, you know, I can't really comment on what I think my role will be in it because I don't know what it does. Like, what do you want? What do you want? Like to I don't do? know what the arts council. Well, I don't even know its mandate. Like I need to see. You don't have needs. one. We got to write one. I believe. Well, you. I think that's what the needs assessment that Julian did. Like that twenty six thousand dollar consulting that fee. That we want to see. Paid for a needs assessment, which was supposed to provide the arts council with the mandate and direction for its policy, and yet no one's ever seen it. So I'm not going to say what I think the arts council supposed to do until I know what the community mandated the arts council to do in the needs assessment. Ooh, very political. I've been on a lot of She's done this before. So based on the needs assessment, I'll read that, and then I'll kind of get wrap my head around of what the heck I think I can do with that mandate. I don't think it's promotional. Like, I don't think the Arts Council... Prom- I mean, when was the last time you heard AFA advertising itself? <laughs> yeah. You know, or advertising someone's exhibition. They, they grant money. They're a clearinghouse for Do they even ask for their logo on shit, or do people just put yeah, it there? No, you have to. Yeah, you, you have, have to. Logo? You have to have a logo. That's, yeah. Um, and right now, all I think is the Arts Council is doing is it's acting as, like, a promotional and marketing for arts events, which is, for me, a problem, because then it's... Well, it's promoting some. It's not promoting others. Yeah. It's looking like there's it's... There's no parody. There's no parody. It's relying too heavily on social media to be able to do things, and which is fugitive and, you know, hold no record. <laughs> so for me, I think it, the Arts Council needs to actually have a mandate that's driven by a community model that's actually been requested. Wow, yeah. that sounded intelligent. I know. It sounded good. Which is why I'm on a lot of boards. <laughs> This well is government. Done. Two provincial boards are represented well in this done. voice. I'm getting good at this. Wait till I'm 40. Holy shit. Holy shit. Sean? I'm scary. Can you top that? Um, Can anyone top <laughs> that? <laughs> uh, uh, and this is why he didn't get, I want to do he didn't shit. get it on the Arts Council. Tell me what you like and stuff, Sean. <laughs> what do you think is cool and shit? <laughs> I didn't come here to get abused by you. That's their job. Oh, fuck. Um... We hired her. Yeah, they asked me to come. I didn't even know you were going to be here. What was the question? <laughs> oh, my God. Final thoughts on the Arts Final Council. Final thoughts, thoughts on the Arts, on the Arts Council. Council. We're Buffalo. Um, I'm, I'm just really happy we a, have an Arts Council, and uh, I just want to see some action. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Sean, and I came here to party. <laughs> <laughs> is the arts council going to give me some action? Is yeah. that, can you put that's that on the Ford agenda? Say, I got all I can eat at home. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Oh. oh, that's good. Way to tie it in. <laughs> so no, I just want to see some actual, uh, some like you're saying, like there's, we're still at the starting point at this point. So my my hope would be that in a year's time, let's say at the next AGM, that there'd be a list of action items. Like, okay, we've done. 
This we've is done what was the done in 2014. Yeah, we've yeah. done the community engagement. We know which directions we need to go into. Here's where we're proposing we go into. Let's vote on it as a as an AG, at the AGM. Here's where we're going to put our directions, and then actually, yeah, create some action items. And and 2015 will be a massive Ugh. year. Yeah. 2015 is going to be crazy. I'd like, I'd like a list uh, of fucking things. crazy for Fort McMurray. It is. Nuts. Uh, I'd like to put forward words to be banned. Right? Words counsel me. Passion. Oh. I want to see that buried in the backyard somewhere because it's <laughs> it's thrown around and like that, I have that, that never takes up my whole fucking been, but like I've I've I like someone who's engaged and makes their living in art and I uh, I'm never deep in the throes of passion while I'm doing any of it. I'm not sitting there with a golden arrow in my That's heart, just like, so oh my god, cool. like in the throes of it all. Like when people, really? when people use passion as sort Usually of... Usually when I edit these things, I'm whacking off the desk, right? That's fucking passion. Picture it, people. Picture it. Well, people use it to sort of, you know, and it's not measurable. It's not accountable. Who hurt you, Aaron? I've been working... How many people are married at this table? Thank you. Thanks. I got a kid. I'm legit. I, I just legit. Yeah. I you know I like to I like to think of the word like I like to use the word driven because then there's not some sort of emotional attachment clinked in like if I'm not you know crying like when I'm at a third movie. Third you've made of, of striking down um, emotion. Yeah. It, it literally You're very is. Vulcan about your, yeah. Uh, it literally is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What What do you got against emotions? Emotion, emotions. Yeah. Um, I think they're too heavily used in the arts. I think people throw them around to validate fucking everything. Yeah, but is is there? Do you think people lie about it? Yeah. Hmm. It's easy to I hide behind those words. Either. I yeah. think they don't know how to criticize or talk about work or to be or able actually to do it. So do they something? say, "I love it." Yeah. It just like speaks to me, it's and passionate. I don't know what the hell that means. Yeah. Like it doesn't give me anything to go forward on, and so mm. like I'm happy that you're totally in the throes of deep passion right now, but that doesn't help me. How do we move forward <laughs> like, in any sort of way? It doesn't drive <laughs> anything forward. It doesn't give feeling. you an expertise. <laughs> well, in passion, sort of like okay, dictates an illogical it may not give you an expertise, mind but it gives state you the of just kind of like woo. To back backing up to pillars of fire, though, you're standing in the National Art Gallery in mm-hmm. front of this painting. You're not feeling any emotions. Oh, I'm feeling emotions. I don't think I'm in the throes of passion. Okay, let's, <laughs> like, let's move away from the one word. Okay. But so on the on the viewer it. side. There's lots of emotion depending mm-hmm. on the work. Yeah. There still can be that much emotion on the creation side. <laughs> Would it be the same if they say I'm emotional about this community? <laughs> I'm emotional about this community. It makes me cry every time I walk through it. A poem yeah, like I, by I, Aaron Schwab. I think, I think the word passion is just like, and back to why I said it, is passion is used to sort of validate decisions or... I get that. that that's actually... It's I understand where you come from in that aspect. all the time. It. Like, it, in this community, when it comes to arts, it's like, well, I'm passionate about the arts. Like, I, what is that? More than me? More So that means what? Like, you have more passion than the person next to you, and it's not something I can quantify or mm-hmm. actually measure, See, so only, that means yours should sit on the board and no one else should. No, like, I, I like it when you say it that way, because I, I get where you're coming from by not liking it, but, like, to say I'm passionate about the community, yeah, I'm very passionate about the community, because I literally do cry when Aww, when shit I don't get my way I'm very upset yeah but no like do you see what I mean by using as that kind so of example yeah but I always yeah, you know like and I 
you know, I get what you mean, I, but being in academia for a long time, yeah, it's the person and that's where that gets I can see it. angry it loses the argument. It's Use the person it as who throws the emotion into the context. Like if you're at a board meeting and someone's losing their shit in the corner, crying, going, "I love the arts," and you're sitting there going, "Next, next motion." Like yeah. you, know, no, you need it. to move through because you need to have a logical mind when you make yeah. these decisions. You can't base them on emotion. Like I, like, no, I get that because I don't know shit about film and video. Mm. I prefer that's my realm is the visual art and design. Mm. Uh, but, so you gonna, a, but you have an opinion. Uh, not much of one. But when you guys, are, <laughs> when you guys are all sit around a table, and this lump of money comes down, and Tito goes, "Oh, I have a film project that these guys I know are making. I really think they should do it." Are you just going to be like, "Well, fuck, I don't know." So sure, go ahead. Do they have passion, Tito? Yeah. <laughs> or are they driven? Like, yeah, I would like, like to know exactly. Can they come in and show me their passion? Can yeah. I see it all over the table? Can, well, they've way? got seven. Well, is that, that going to be in the grant application? Yes. Can you mail in your passion yes. on this grant. When you app? see that the fucking application is sticking together. <laughs> yeah. Then I passion. know, like, wow, this person's really right. laid it all out. Tito, there. show us some passion for some final thoughts. Well, I would. Argue Aaron's point and basically say that um, we shouldn't be ruling anything off the table. But uh, I do agree with her in the fact that uh, is that going to be one of the actual motion? No, no, no it, passion stricken for the record. <laughs> remove that word. Um, <laughs> no, I, I would. Uh, I completely agree with you in the fact that uh, a lot of a lot of people do say a lot and don't do anything, and that's uh, kind of a big problem. And so uh, with uh, going into this arts council with Buffalo. Yeah, progress is a big thing, and uh, my hope in the in the coming year even is to, um, like I said, drive a link between the YMMFMA and the uh, Arts Council of Buffalo. Because right now with the YMMFMA, we actually our ball is rolling, and we have events that are happening. And my it's, I have my sincerest hope is to start. Uh, bringing in the Arts Council of Buffalo into what we're doing to one either make those events bigger or start set up, uh, creating like branched off events and stuff and really try to really push that educational aspect which we've been starting slowly and like you said before you were saying about how oh well it's the old boys club there's just like a number of people here that are doing like why not bring other people uh, outside people out and that's actually something we're looking at doing is cool. bring people out of Edmonton or Calgary or some celebrated filmmakers from Canada because we have a number of them that I would be willing to come up to Fort McMurray if we had the right venue or opportunity yeah. for them to come in and do. So that's really cool because educating the artists here that have passion into actually, <laughs> no, into like actually, like say, it's it's like the hardest thing for some people to actually sit down and write something. Yeah. I hate yeah. it. Yeah. I fucking hate it. And some people, some people say, oh, well, I really, I really like these films and stuff. Like, and the first thing, anyone that comes to me with a project, like everyone that comes to me with a project, oh, I'd like your help on this. I'm like, okay, let's see a script. Like, that's number one, and they're like, oh, well, I'm working on it. I'm like, the, okay, sex well, site, the sex ed site contest we did, $1,000 was up for grabs for a fucking pitch. How many? And all you do took was, forever. All you do is fill out the form. <laughs> Texts. Open fucking posts on Facebook. People walking the up pitches. to us, giving us the pitches. Great pitch, man. Fill out the form. No. Yeah. They wouldn't do it. Well, they had passion, but they actually didn't have expertise. <laughs> I like when you said logic. I get it. No, no, but passion. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, they had the passion. They were throwing it at you. They're like, man, I got this. And but you're like, uh, that's pa- not enough. Passion buddy. develops interest. Logic yeah. will develop. And, and, and your logic will drive a program. And, and that's a really good example because it, it was it, the, the winner that ended up being like uh, the, the – I remember it was like a three-line thing. It's like it's a health class, right? And it looks like she's teaching people about uh, sex, like the teacher is teaching people about sex ed, and it turns out she's just showing them, like, PPE from sight. 
So it's like people are like getting grossed out or whatever and uh, by like the items. And it's actually site uh, safety equipment, right? And we're like, oh, that's that's adorable. Like, so we <laughs> we, we put it to a vote, and, and it, it, that, it no, that was awesome. But I've heard no, not to do anything past Sicily. That was a great pitch. I've heard a lot of better ones that people just didn't write the fucking thing down, and that blows my goddamn mind. Where you you said it yourself, you're like, people just don't write anything down, and I don't get it. But there's a commitment to the work. Right? It's interesting because there I was no commitment to the work. Was, we we even put it out. I'm like, yeah. we will so, in like the winning pitch. All, all we're paying you for is for that lo, lo, those five or yeah. whatever sentences. We'll do all you don't work. have to direct it. You don't have yeah. to take it from there. We can we can grab that ball from you yeah. if, oh. if you want. It's like with so. the airport authority, like for the art acquisition committee, which I sat on. <laughs> like all the community was in, in an uproar that there wasn't more local artists represented in that. And being on the jury, I saw how little actually applied. Yeah. And yet they're complaining about it. And it's like, they're complaining, well, why isn't more local artists represented? I'm like, because there was only three that applied out of the, like, hundreds the, from all over the country the that The Wood we got. Buffalo Banner Contest keeps getting extended because yeah. no one's applying. Yeah. It's 500 bucks for the winner. I shut that shit down. So, yeah. one, one other no. thing before no. we move Second on to Todd. Sorry. Uh, I, no, no, sorry. Uh, actually, one really cool thing uh, from this podcast alone is... Uh, it's awesome getting to know you, Aaron, actually, because it, what, what I'm really the most excited about about this Arts Council is that it's not a bunch of yes-men. Everyone has very different opinions on their disciplines and other people's disciplines, and that's good because it means that we won't just be saying yes to like the dominant personality of the group. And we can actually have, from my standpoint, if, if this is what I've been elected for almost, and whatnot, like I'm going to proceed forward with trying to develop programs and events, etc., and hopefully everybody wants to work with me on it. If they don't, I, I have yeah. a problem developing. And my job is to make sure you're not just funneling money into the film association. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> because I hate that stuff. We're screwed. <laughs> we're screwed we're you know, we're yeah. fucking that shit. Yeah, she's but on, that drives me nuts. I've seen so many us. bores in town where it just ends up becoming some sort of ego trip, and it's a term of service, and you just yeah. have to see it as that, and just let it go. Your job is to sort of make you know the future better for people who want to apply for these sort of things. Well, that's what I did. You know, I, I have all the film money in this town. <laughs> Well, that's, just the way I, that's the way I see that's the way I see apparently I've got like tens of thousands tens of dollars of thousands stowed of away dollars. that I'm not giving to anyone you, you've bought a couple of Alexas haven't you yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck sakes well it, it, and it, it's really like I mean just to go on a little bit of a personal rant just like it fucking sucks cause like the more you try to do for people the more they fucking criticize you for it so whatever it's not really anyway. criticizing it's well, fucking whining yeah, you Sorry. get a lot of that. You get a lot of that, but I mean, it's to be people. But going back to what you're saying, though, people want other people to do the shit for them. Yeah, everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a fucking opinion. It doesn't matter what you're doing. The worst job to me in the world would be an interior decorator because it doesn't matter what you do. Half the people are going to say, "Fuck that sucks." Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like everyone has an opinion. Everyone will tell you, "Oh." You know, it's just like with business. Like people say, "Oh, well, Apple should just sell the iPhone for two hundred bucks. They'd sell three times more, and they'd be twice as rich." Doesn't actually work well, that way, and, and that's why I went into visual art instead of design. Yeah, because I could oh. give a shit what people. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I couldn't I couldn't create under the guise of someone over my shoulder telling me what they think. Okay, more blue, more red. You know what? Happier, but you do that happier. Apparently, Apparently Apple. Emote. Why is it not emoting? Yeah, but they're uh, paying me to to teach them how to be better. Yeah. I remember Apple actually paid. Uh, they actually had a designer to design the unboxing of their iPhone. 
So the way you open the iPhone and oh, the yeah. experience opening it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, they, they it paid is, someone yeah. to create yeah. that whole process. Really? For, One for of the guys I used to work with at uh, Corel, he he was the guy who. Um, was the executive director of our whole Mac division. He ended up going to work for Apple for jobs in exactly that, the user experience yeah. department. And I don't know what and that's why where he so was good. in that rank. but Because <laughs> they had that department and most other places didn't. Yeah. Just stick it in the box and shut up. Oh, well, I mean, the design of no, everything, is why like, they became popular. It becomes, oh, absolutely. An, it becomes an event. Like, everything you're doing is like... Amazing. Everything that's is a series of emotions. Of how um, you react to shit. Disney's right? really good at it, too. Like, they, their whole, like... Like the Disney movie thing, like it's an experience, right? Remember yeah. bringing home those VHSs? It's like these are the Disney movies that are coming to video, or whatever, yeah. right? So yeah, Nintendo. I was seeing people always saying they were fucking crazy for that. So they're like, "What? You're only releasing the movie for a month, and then you're taking it yeah. off the shelves? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty fucking insane!" Like you do, but you could be make, yeah. And now this is literally like the movie's running out. How many people that are fucking <laughs> the crazy about shit like that? Yeah. 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 they're crazy about, it. and it's just like comic books right there. They have re- uh, revision numbers. Yeah, as like, I have a first release, fucking Snow White on VHS. First like, run, congratulations! Yes. And I'm like, how many times have you watched it? Oh, I haven't even taken it out of the box. I'm like, it's a fucking movie, buddy. What a VCR! <laughs> Who are you gonna sell it to? But, yeah, but you say that, <laughs> but you look at those action created. figures from yeah. Star Wars that are worth fucking six, seven, eight yeah. grand. Yeah, but they're worth that to the people who really love them. Yeah. It it's not worth, worth it, it to me. No, I take Han Solo out of the package immediately and do a little fucking yeah. time lapse. Yeah, I put him on top <laughs> of a cake with, and then eat it. There's a problem with that too because now what's happening is because of that whole collective uh, collector's mentality. Yeah. Now they make too much of shit. Everything's a collector's edition. Because they're edition. trying to cop and then there's uh, no market to capitalize yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah. And then there's Fuck, no market. Just go to the fucking Comic Con. Yeah. Like everything's like limited edition. This collector's and that edition. And the other limited edition. Yeah. Pretty sure I seen the collector's edition at fucking Walmart. Now I see it at Comic Con. I don't think I could stand the stimulus going on in a Comic Con. Oh, it is insane. I don't like, I've it. never I been. It's one of the. It's one I think, it, I, think I would have just like a list, but it's definitely on my list. That I get just definitely want to go, and I would shut down. Oh, I love it. Bring it all in. I can only take so much of it too. Like we were. Remember, we were on the floor. I'm like, I need to. See, I love that. Give me a full yeah. crowd. Give me a big fucking crowd, and I'll be able to move. I fucking love it, man. It's, no, it gets know. fucking insane in that. No, like towards the fourth day, I got kind of pissed. But. Like when they were they were giving out these stupid fucking uh, poster things. Fox was. <laughs> And people, it was like fucking bread and this fucking starving life. They just throw it. People like, ah! When I went to those trade shows in L.A., that was the first time I ever had that kind of reaction. It was the first time I ever went to a major trade show in the States. It was like 97, and I was there on the first day, and I was so stoked. I was going right to Digital Domain because I'd already talked to them. They were the guys who did Fifth Element. That's why they were on my short list, and I had already had phone conversations. And I did not see that. Guys. So it was still good. And uh, they, they also worked on Terminator and, and a whole bunch of shit because it was uh, nice. started with uh, Stan Winston and fucking yep. James Cameron. So I was like, this is my dream job. I want to work for these guys. So I was going right to their booth and I was at, I got there early and then the crush of people arrived and I'm at the front where the gate is. And I turn around, I'm like, Jesus, fuck, there's like 10,000 people behind me. Breakdown. They opened the doors and I almost got trampled because I was literally just going to walk in. But when they open that gate, they run because even there at that trade show, all these big companies like Disney and whatnot, it's giveaways. Yeah. yeah. And people are going nuts to get a fucking keychain. Yeah. It blows. It's a fucking keychain. Yeah. I've What's seen the matter with People you? in that fucking Comic-Con Insane. line, people were waiting for con exclusives. 
And they had no idea where they were at. They nope. had no idea what they were picking up. They were just to told, run. go to this booth, yeah. pick up this conic loser, pick up eight of them. There's only fucking ten there. Pick up eight of them, we'll sell them for triple the value at eBay. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. And Buddy was there. He said he was waiting. I think he was on hour eight when I was talking to yeah. him. Oh, my God. And he, had, he was almost to the front. So I got like, to yeah, do he's like, I don't, I'm not even in a comic. He's like, I, don't, yeah. I can't wait to get out of here. I went right well, to Digital pass. Domain's booth, which I knew exactly where it was. And I got there. And Digital Domain was handing out T-shirts. And, uh, and, and I got no, no, just just <laughs> black T-shirts at Digital Domain. That's all it was. And I got to the booth. Like I said, I went directly to the. I didn't bolt like everybody else, but I walked directly to the booth. It was at the LA Convention Center. I get to the booth and I go, "Oh, hey, do you want T-shirts? Our last one." I'm like, "Oh, how many did you have? Five hundred. Gone." When the time wow. it took me to walk from the door to there when they opened the gate. Fucking crazy. It's insane. Yeah. I know. That, that, that's that. And then when I started to work at Corel, all I did was like trade that? shows for four years. So I did <laughs> San Francisco, L.A., New York, Mad all the big Chicago, all the big, yeah. all the because Mac, Macworld every second year is in San Fran, yeah. and then every alternate year is in New York or it's in yeah. Chicago or Boston or whatnot. So I did five Macworlds, and I did a bunch. I did uh, the big one in Vegas, Comdex way back when at Vegas. So all I did was trade shows for Corel, and that. But I was working the trade show, so you get there and you walk by, hey, exhibitor badge, fuck off, and you walk in, <laughs> and you walk to your booth, and then the gates open and. The mob comes at you. What do yeah. you got? What do you mean? What do I got? I got. I think they got keychains over there. <laughs> they bolt hey, off. Like, you remember that podcaster that uh, the dude fucking told off? Or, like there was this dude. Like I guess he had like a, a, a video, like YouTube channel, whatever. Yeah. And he was like with his camera going around, and there was like uh, one of the booths. Oh, that fucking blogger with the goddamn yeah, iPad. A, a blogger, and he was with his iPad filming stuff right for his. He had a steady cam with his iPad. Yeah, and, and, and one of the exhibitors is really? like. No one gives a shit about your fucking oh YouTube my God. channel. Get it the was the fuck fucking Weta booth in, in Comic Con. I was standing, <laughs> I was standing in line. It was a fucking New Zealand guy freaking out at him. I was standing in line. I was just getting like I was the next one back from getting Angela uh, Angelina Lily's signature. Yeah, uh, which she loved because as soon as she seen the fucking tattoo, she's like, oh, I just ignored everyone else for like a couple seconds. And that great. was your moment. That was my moment. Your moment. Your arm. About how you how you ruined Robert Kirkman's family outing. No, I did. I don't know. I'm just sitting, uh, I'm, creator of The Walking Dead. I'm just sitting in this fucking booth, and there's this guy who's about my size, so that's what I kind of felt for the guy, right? I'm like, he's doing a blog. Right? Just fucking geek, uh, fucking thinks his blog is probably number one on the fucking Google list. But he's got an iPad, though, and it's not a mini. It's a fucking 10-inch iPad on a fucking, like, steady cam. And he's looking at everything through the fucking iPad, and he's walking around, like, he's experiencing the show. Yeah, he's really getting the fucking. Did anyone have that show. like iPad on a stand that you can like move around? Oh yeah, remote like, control thing, or just you yeah. you're like you can be like in things. Texas, and you yeah. can just like send your. Oh, that's like, so on creepy! Like your face. And, you just, and your face is on it, so you can communicate. Like iPad, I've, oh, I touch my that. face, please. So literally, I'm walking through like the guys. I'm sitting in line, and he kind of just shoved like the line couple back for me, right? So that's where I got his attention. Or he got my attention. And he's literally going like this, and he's walking in behind. He doesn't realize that eventually Lily's like right there, and he's walking like behind where she is. And he almost trips up on something. And he's like, oh! And he's walking over, and he keeps bumping into people. And finally, the Wenner guy was just like, "No one gives a fuck about your stupid <laughs> blog. Pay attention." Right, and the guy had kind of just put this big oh. way, right? His ego's like, already so kind of like thin, true. right? Oh, he's like, you were supposed to understand. <laughs> <laughs> this is supposed I'm to be, supposed be amongst my people. Yeah, this is like tribe. Yeah. supposed to get me. Yeah, man, everybody's friends at Comic Con up until it gets to like, oh, only 250s, whatever, yeah. and it fucking gets cutthroat in that bitch. I just don't get it. 
I just don't get it. Like, Whoa, just, like, people think the Black Friday videos on fucking YouTube are fake. No. No, like you they're just not. said yourself, man. <laughs> no, they're not. I just don't understand that culture. I don't understand, I don't understand that understand the mentality. The, did you see the release, the midnight release in Europe? Not midnight release, whatever. The, the release of uh, PS4 in Germany? No. Holy fuck, YouTube that. Like, same thing. Like, they're pulling open the door and people are screaming. That's PlayStation! And one guy ran, and the guy behind him wanted to get the first box, and he pushed the guy, and he went flying to the side. Like, it's just, it's insane. You have, have plenty of they have, they have, Germans aren't really known they have for one their warm skid, But it's insane to like, see. Like, if anyone's wondering, like, why is there in hate and emotions, I'm German. The worst is, like, you will eventually get one. Why do you need one, like, the Day it comes out. They want the series one limited edition collection. Anyway, let's let's close this up. We we were completely off topic. Oh fuck it, that's so funny though. I totally forgot about that Weta booth. Fuck that. That was good memories, man. (laughs) Adventures. I don't know who was it. My turn for final thoughts. Uh, Whatever. All I'm all I'm excited for in this first year of the Arts Council is developing framework, laying some groundwork, getting a path forward for something that's fair that everyone has access to. That's my biggest thing that I'm excited for. And communicating, right? No. Transparency. <laughs> Actually, that is kind of important, at least to show it progress, whatever little it might be. Well, transparency, if we do a fair process for everyone, doesn't matter what fucking arts discipline you're in, there's your transparency. Everyone, like, it's, it's not going to... The goal is to... I know you can't shut down everyone's fucking naysaying, but as long as we keep... Not everything practice, we do requires money, either. Like, exactly. I mean, we can do stuff that doesn't cost money. And you don't have to wait money. for a fucking handout to do your shit, either. Bingo. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. By, you know, by no means. That's a huge issue with Canadian uh, in, in Canadian film right now. It's the fact that everyone's waiting for a handout. To, we, we we had this discussion. I don't want to go over this. Passchendaele <laughs> took up the yeah. whole fucking. Well, like I didn't. I've never received a grant. Yeah, me too. Gary's gotten about fifty. Like, I've had a purchase grant. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, Gary's for what? Like, what Gary, Gary's a fucking master yeah, at getting a, grants. You can fill out a form, but like what I've never. I've the only the only <laughs> government money that I've ever received for the work is when they purchased the work for the collection. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty legit. <laughs> I've gotten I've gotten a series of rejection letters. Those are always fun to read. Oh, like yeah, that's like, money. Printed money. I've gotten to the point where I just skip that first paragraph and wait for the unfortunately in the second. Yeah, paragraph. and that but that like you could be you could be getting all sorts of money and grants and you could be doing all sorts of things and you're always going to get rejection letters. Oh, yeah. Like I yeah. think I get one for every it's a natural yes. part of it. You know, like it's it's pretty common. Like and you never really make it. Like I look at Robin where she's been exhibiting all over the world. She's like one of the best printmakers in Canada. And she just called me the other day all sad because she got a rejection from a shitty little gallery in Medicine Hat. I'm like, <laughs> and she's like, no, oh, I'm not good. No one wants me. I'm old. I'm like, okay, you have 24 hours of bitching. Oh, oh, and you can then. wallow in it and just like roll outside and cry. By the way, after your 24 Tokyo hours, <laughs> you need to stop that shit and just get on with submitting, it. Uh, submitting movies is the same game where you're just like... You submit, 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 and then the rejection letters start coming in. But then when you get that one, right, you're just yeah. like, yes! Oh, it goes away. We're going to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to, my God! To Cine, Cine, who cares? We're going to Vegas. Going to Vegas. <laughs> That's the trip I saw John Landis. Don't downplay that. <laughs> Don't. I the Birkin hair, man. I can't wait to see that again. Um, all right, let's wrap this up. I've read two and a half hours, and that was a fucking great show. Okay. For this episode of the YMM Podcast, on behalf of Stephen Ash, I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. I'm Aaron Schwab. And I'm Sean McClendon. We'll see you next set. Beauty. Yay. That was fun.
Man Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.